Hello, Internet. Welcome back to the Fast Travel Lounge. You're listening to episode 20. Boys, we made it. The big, the big 2-0. One more episode and then legally we can drink if we're in America, which of course we're not. I am Patrick. I am joined by Seth, Steve, and Josh. That's right. Gang's all here. Say hi, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hi, hey. everyone. Uh, I am recording this after just getting off a flight. Quick question for the group. Favorite airline snack? I'll go first. Aaron Zed does cookie time, and normally cookie time's a bit take it or leave it, I found, but some absolute mad lad in the in the cooking department at cookie time went, let's just go back to the old kind of like soft cookie type type uh, uh, recipe, and man, I've missed it. So much better than the kind of like, I don't know, canteen, 50 cent, like the, the hard break, like crumbly cookie that, that they used to run. So you're talking like Subway cookie soft? Like... What the fuck yeah, is a yeah, cookie yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Can can you explain what cookie time is? Because that's not a brand over here as far as I know. Oh, uh, okay, no. So, I've, so, no, picture, so picture a yeah, cookie, right? And now think it's cookie time. That's it. Marketing <laughs> done. Yeah, L- that's literally, that's it. I, I am I, all on board for this marketing strategy. <laughs> yeah. I, I do recall this particular brand when I was traveling in New Zealand. Yeah, so I do I, recall actually. Do we, do we stop them when we got there? I don't think we did. Oh, we have a we have a similar sort of cookie monster-ish thing over here, but it's not this one. It's it's just slightly it's 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 legally definitionally different enough, right? Ours ours is for noodles. Oh, you're talking about the (laughs) mammy monster. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Wow. But but no one no one on an airplane domestically in New Zealand goes, boy, I can't wait for noodle time. Like what 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 the hell is that? Oh no! I think I could go for some noodles while uh, ten thousand feet in the air. Yeah, some nice, some nice turbulent hot water in a cup on your lap. Mm. All right, here's the real what question: could possibly go wrong. Did you guys in high school ever eat those just packet noodles, just like raw, just yeah, really raw yeah, noodles? absolutely. That, that, yeah, that yeah. was a that was a show of strength amongst my group. The, the mammy yeah. ones, yes, but not like Maggi or anything. I, I I'd eat any of those like that. The Maggi yeah, noodles doesn't matter. Yeah, and you pour the, the, the seasoning over it. Yeah. Oh, the, so the, magi, get, the magi, this, oh, the magi oh, seasoning delicacy. is too strong for that. I think. Oh, yeah, just, and just like, don't be a bitch. Get, like, you, you get to the end of it, and you're like, you quickly put it in your mouth, and then that's your salt content for the week done. For the week, for the month, then you have to do it tomorrow. There was a um, there was a great story uh that a mate of mine shared uh when we all went through uni in Dunedin, where. Uh, everyone very hungover on a Sunday morning. Uh, he, he was walking down one of the main student streets uh, in Dunedin just with like, uh, I think it was two packs. He, he just went for a walk with two packs of uh, instant noodles in his pocket and just broke off bits of the noodle cake and just handed it to hungover people in their front yards. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like, it, was, it was a real like noodle fairy type moment. But Not all heroes story. wear capes. Do you yeah, want exactly. to hear of a, exactly. like a noodle fairy moment actually? So this is a weird, weird story, really off topic, but I'll tell it anyway. So I was out clubbing with people that, um, well, clubbing, clubbing. Like, it was like a, basically a, a fancy bar one night after work. Um, and it was like 3 a.m. And we were really, really drunk. And for some reason, this random bar, which I never found out the name of because we were floating between a few, at 3 a.m. when everything was closing down in Sydney, they gave everyone like a styrofoam cup of chicken noodles, like bo- boiling water to drunk people. <laughs> Said, here you go, guys, eat this. Now get out. <laughs> And we were just like, just a flood of people, like 50 people just walking outside holding this, like, like these little cups of like chicken noodles going, I don't know why I have this. And I still don't know why to this day they thought that was a good idea. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't even, I don't know how to react to that. I know. Like, it's just really strange. Yeah. 
<laughs> By the way, Patrick, to actually go back to your question and answer it, I don't actually think there's a favorite uh, airline snack for me because I've only caught the plane once in my adult life and that was an hour trip to Melbourne. So there was actually no need for a snack break. Bro, what do you mean? I just, I just flew Wellington to Auckland where it's a 45 minute flight time and you get a cookie or a Mexicano corn chip bag. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got almonds or something when I flew up to um, like a very short flight. Damn, my airline must have sucked. We got nothing. Yeah, New Zealand's like the, the top, like the Qantas of New Zealand. Yeah, that was so good, actually. Yeah, New like, we, <laughs> Which is funny Qantas because we use Qantas to determine something that's shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we I- would say that Jetstar is the Qantas of New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, it, to answer your question from my point of view, I'm just going to flex on everybody real hard. Um, so when I was flying from, um, I think it was like Zurich to Berlin, um, in, the before, oh, in the before okay. times, I was flying yeah, like right. Swiss, Swiss Air and they give you like a big Swiss chocolate bar. What? Um, that's like, that's awesome. Yeah, it was, and it's like that like, Swiss chocolate. Mwah. Like like a full-on king-sized family pack Toblerone or? No, like, it was like a bigger than a Kit Kat. Like it's probably like Mars bar size. Like, the so like a Kit dog. A, a, a milky Kit, milky cat, if you would. Hmm. Yeah, right. When I was flying um, <laughs> to the US because I had to like order the, the vegan meal, like, mine came like later than everyone else's. Um, and they gave me this like weird dessert that was like, uh, it was like, I don't know how to describe it other than like a pumpkin souffle kind of thing. And it was really, really good. I don't know what it was, but it was amazing. <laughs> was it pumpkin pie? It was, might have been pumpkin pie, but it was in like one of those like hot dishes, like really, really hot, but it tasted like pumpkin and it was like fluffy. I don't know what it was, yeah. but it was amazing. Probably pumpkin pie. Maybe. I don't know. It, it, didn't, it wasn't pie shaped. There wasn't crust or anything. No, because uh, over there, pies are a dessert thing, not like a uh, actual uh what was the word we used for when we were talking about meat pies? Like savory? Savory yeah. pies. Yeah, yeah. Then they're, they're not like savory pies over there like we have with meat but pies. But their pies have crust and stuff, though. Like, this didn't not have always. crust. They, they, oh, they, not they not always do. on the not top. Always. It might have been pumpkin yeah. pie then, but it was, it was good. <laughs> Wild. Wild. I mean, it's hardly a snack, oh. so it, you're disqualified and it doesn't count, but, you know. No. Thank you all for the discussion. Um, moving to, moving to the, the conversations of, of real men. Uh, Josh, how's your Samsung phone? Oh, so <laughs> actually, I forgot about this. So my fold uh, broke <laughs> after saying, "Ah, oh, no, like you know, you guys." Yeah, all yeah no, the that's, 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 all, that's all fine. So, so what flavor shake did you get from Krispy Kreme afterwards? <laughs> so, the I important mean, question. Yeah, let's just skip the fluff. No, I went down on my my lunch break to pick up the phone. So I didn't have time for such luxuries, unfortunately. You make time, man. You, we, okay, you well, story over, Josh. You've you've, dis- you've you've been away for multiple weeks, and you come back, and that's the story you give. Well, I got a new phone, and it's just another Samsung one, and it works. So, 10 out of 10. It's just not a fold or a flip. What phone is it? It's the S22 Ultra. Oh. And that's nearly like the episode that I wanted. That's nearly like the episode in that thing. Come <laughs> yeah, back man, and tell that story in two episodes. that two episodes <laughs> from now. That would be great. All right, well, yeah. cut it out and we'll put it back in. <laughs> <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Just like this episode. Can't, can't, can't wait to just rerun this entire segment uh, in two episodes. I love when uh, you guys make editing stuff. jokes and realize that uh, I'm the <laughs> one that has to edit, not you guys. Yeah, it's, yeah, so it's that, easy, That's why it? we make the fun. jokes. Yeah, we, we leave the jokes in there so that when you're editing, you go, ha, 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 I like this. This was funny. Yeah, otherwise, if I have to edit and I listen to myself being funny, I think, man, I was way funnier at that moment in time than I am currently. And then I get sad. I think I just, wow, I thanks, just... For the, thanks for the support, guys. Just fucking silence. All right, cool. Take um, the hint. Any other, any other tech-related news we want to share? I, uh, I, I don't have a tech-related I, thing, but I do have heresy to bring into this podcast. God, oh God, I, fucking, I, don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, but I need to know. I kind of do, but I, it's, like, it's like a second interest. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't have a Krispy Kreme story. I have a Donut King story. 
Big fella, oh, I'm begging you, please. Oh, say this. All right, I'm we're going to have you. to bleep that out. That's going to demonetize this podcast, bud. So we got, uh, we got that's coming, that's coming directly out of your pay. Yeah. <laughs> you guys get paid? Yeah. Not yet. Let's, let's pretend. <laughs> we get paid in Krispy Kreme donuts, not Donut King donuts. <laughs> no, no, we're not, we're not getting paid in Krispy Kreme donuts yet, so, which is why it's still safe to do this, because Donut King is uh, looking to step onto this turf. We're, uh, we're holding Are out Are you treating your body like a turf war between two competing donut brands? <laughs> yes. You, you harlot. Is, am I not meant to? You got to get that donutsy. Actually, I, no, I have a question. Like, continue your story well, now first. It's, now I it's have fully a demonetized. <laughs> anyway, run, run, run the heresy story. Then Josh gets his question. Man, this is already off the rails. We haven't even got to run the lounge. Okay, so uh, over at Donut King at the moment, they've got this promotion that's uh, supposed to be going on where they have um PlayStation themed donuts, where all the donuts are shaped as the uh, PlayStation symbols. And I was like. You know what? For the podcast, I'm going to give these a try, and I'll also get a flake shake along with them because a might flake as well go shake. Wow, well, I man! Who ever fucking invented that? It's such a good lyrical it's, genius. It's, it's, was that Eminem that came up with that name? It was such a gigabrained thing to just create. But uh, for for the people that are uninformed, a flake shake is a chocolate milkshake, but they crumble up a flake into it. It is it is so much chocolate, but so good. I love I love that your idea of explaining this to the uninformed is people that will know what a flake is, but not what the shake part was. <laughs> to be fair, a Cadbury flake is pretty pretty worldwide. Is it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I yeah, Cadbury's pretty so. worldwide, from what I know. I mean, sample size of four, we all know where it is. So if you don't, you're missing out. <laughs> Three Australians in New Zealand, but yep, no, that's it. But yeah, yeah it, you also have to specify opinion. that it's in a chocolate milkshake, so that people know. Oh, it's all chocolate. So, so do they shake good. it up for you, or did you did you have to shake it up once you got it? No, see, I, I like- Seth, Seth just bought a chocolate milkshake, pulled out his own flake, crumbled it up into the top, and said, "The boys aren't going to believe this." <laughs> wait till I wait till I know how I've been saving money this entire time. <laughs> At which point, the nice girl behind the till says, "Excuse me, sir, you have to leave." <laughs> but find out why nine out of ten dentists hate him. <laughs> but yeah, I start this story by saying apparently this promotion is going on because my local Donut King is not currently running that promotion, so I didn't get those donuts. I ended up just getting a uh, strawberry donut to go along with my flake shake. A fucking okay. strawberry donut, come on, big fella! Every <laughs> week you say these inflammatory comments. Oh no, it's it's. I I think this one this one gets uh, NZ's seal of approval uh, on on the old yeah, strawberry, strawberry donut. Strawberry donuts are pretty good. Yeah, Can't complain. my bigger question is if you have donuts in the shape of PlayStation um, symbols, uh, the circle symbol I can get behind. It's that's just a kind donut. Donut shaped. Yeah, yeah. Um, what the fuck's a cross donut? It's it's just uh yeah. There's gonna, not going to be a hole in that, is it? Yeah, no. There's no so hole in it. It's, it's, got like, it's got like four holes on the other side. Yeah. It's like a reverse circle. It's like if you took two donut sticks <laughs> and uh, pasted them together. Yeah, uh, reverse circle. That's what I'm saying. So, so my question, right? <laughs> reverse circle. <laughs> Well, my question is, where are the Xbox donuts and will I be able to get one on Game Pass? <laughs> <laughs> They're coming with the Xbox fridge, I reckon. Oh, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah, we can talk about that. There's a tech story. I ordered the Xbox go. fridge. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. Uh, I think I already said uh, last jo- week. Josh, what was, what, what, what was your, your actual question after, after the, the heretical story from Seth? Uh, th- that was my question, the Xbox donuts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't say it was a good one. Fuck, that was underwhelming. <laughs> Um, what Just was like that? I, I feel like I feel like you also messaged us saying that you really want to discuss something. Uh, yes. Okay. 
So did you as, guys as ever well. watch the Fairly Odd Parents? Yes. Yes. I know where you're yeah. going. I've read the story. This is good. I, I, I don't know this story that you're talking about, but I was sitting there earlier this week, right? And I was just thinking, um, the, my mind being insane like it usually is, and I was like, if Fairly Odd Parents was still running in this day, would Doug Dimmodome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmodome, <laughs> do a Doug the <laughs> You made me fucking up. Damn it, Patrick. Would, would he do a dimmer dab in his dog's tail dimmer dome? I'm about to dimmer dox you for making that joke. <laughs> 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 now I want to hear this story that Stephen was talking about. Although I'm, I'm convinced that he would do a dimmer dab and all week my head's just been going like dimmer dab, dimmer dab. And I've just been walking around the house doing something and going, oh, dig, dig, dog dimmer dab and dabbing. And I, I, I hate myself now, for it. Now I'm just thinking of that YouTube poop where it's just Timmy trying to say Doug Dimmodome's full name and then Doug going, not right. And then just saying a bunch of random nonsense. <laughs> that, that's such yeah. an amazing YouTube poop. It it's, it's, it's top. It's top. Anyway, so uh, Steve, uh, we have to ask. What fairly odd parent story did you think this was? Um, I don't know. I, uh... You just wanted to fit in. <laughs> Were you reading fan fiction again? No, I thought I saw a funny meme about um, the creator and he did... Fuck, now I don't know. Um, come, come back to me. <laughs> we'll ask you next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, can, I, I can't, can't wait for, for you to discuss that in your week next week. I can't wait for you to create a story that no one can validate isn't true and then bring <laughs> it onto the podcast. True, true. We, we do not talk about Butch Hartman, though. He is a bad man. Is yeah. he? What do you do? Yeah. Uh, quite a few things. I like. Should I just go to the controversies page on his Wikipedia? Yeah, basically. Oh, mad. <laughs> He obviously played Smash Brothers professionally. <laughs> Steve, I, I what don't do you think mean? it's that bad. His controversies has its own Wikipedia page. Uh, doesn't have- anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't know. I think I saw a funny meme about him doing something oh, and I got all confused. Now I'm all turned around. Never mind. Play on. Let's, let's just move this segment along. I'm embarrassed now. Yep. And moving the segment along, we shall. Thank you for that, Steve. We'll move into Round the Lounge for this week after probably what would be considered a return to form with how long we spent on the intro, but <laughs> it was important. So <laughs> longer than, yeah, yeah. So certainly uh, a lot longer than some of the more recent episodes, but Seth, what have you been up to this week? I played and finished Ace Attorney two, and it is a fantastic game. If it is it better than the first one, uh, wait till I talk about it later. Seth, we've discussed this. You can't cliffhanger your own section in the same episode, <laughs> but I want to, it doesn't work. <laughs> All right, cool. Looking forward to that. Uh, Steve, what about you? Um, I've been playing this little-known indie game, um, Elden Ring, I think it's called. Um, yeah. It's did you answer? Well, if, it if, did. if you've it been did. playing it, it would be Elden Rung. Well, it's Elden Ringing <laughs> past, past at the moment. Past tense. Um, it's oh, Elden oh okay, right. So you're still playing it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Uh, and that's pretty good. I'll probably touch it a little bit on The Last of Us Part 2 because um, <laughs> I'm playing that. And I there's really bad glare in my house well the area in the living room where i play video games so it literally like between the hours of like two and five it literally is impossible to play video games when the sun's outside which is like really good for having like natural lighting in the house but it's fucking atrocious if you just want to sit down and play video games nearby some blackout curtains mate look maybe the, the natural lighting situation in my house isn't for uh, me to control it's much on cheaper just to get blackout drunk between the hours of two and five but <laughs> or I just you can go, get curtains well, if you want alternatively just wear sunglasses inside <laughs> Alternatively, <laughs> douchebags do that. <laughs> There's only oh, two I've people been... that can do that, and their names are Johnny Cage and Mike the Miz Mizanin. I don't know who that second person is, but I hang on, just take off my sunnies. Um, but so I've started I, I playing. I do, like... and I don't know if that's better or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad one person knows. <laughs> I'm so conflicted. 
<laughs> uh, so now Sorry, I've, Steve. I've been playing um, uh, this ukulele spin-off, ukulele in the Impossible Lair, because that's got like really bright colours and it's not a victim of... Um... It just really holds his attention with the bright colours, you know? <laughs> well, it's like when it's got glare on and it's a reflection of me, so I'm watching myself play video games and watching myself like sort of squint at the dark parts. And it's like, oh, whoop, I've died again because I couldn't see that because it's too fucking dark. But yeah, that's that's a um. It's the worst when that happens with your DS and you just see your double chin looking down at the DS screen. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, only double. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. Yeah, especially when you get the well, next it's a single, but you see it, and the 3DS is fantastic dual camera technology, so it is double. Would be I can't wait then, for the glare free Steam Deck, so I don't have that problem. Is a Steam Deck glare free? Uh, there's a there's one that comes. Well, you get like glass from all the people that don't have one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so the entire country of Australia because we couldn't. Yeah, I know. Collective exactly. Australian glare. So should we stop derailing uh, Stephen's game? <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, this is Stephen great. Now I know talking. what it feels like to be on this side of the derailing. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's fun, isn't it, Seth? You encourage this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I won't be a fan when it happens train. to me in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, we'll get you on the flip side of color. I um, bet you yeah, that's me derailing everything. <laughs> that's me. What about you, Josh? Cool. What are you being up to? What, what about, uh, excuse, what about excuse, excuse me, Steve? What about you, Josh? What have you been up to? <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, yes, yeah, so Steve. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've uh, I've really kind of just been working. I've been playing a little bit of Diablo because the new season came out. Uh, I've been playing a game on my phone in between work. That's Ooh, pretty games. much it. I don't really have anything to to talk about. I can talk a little bit about Naruto that I finally finished though. Um, oh, and I, finally I the Naruto spoiler cast. Oh, great. Oh, are we going to make that yeah. its own separate video that Josh has to edit? Oh gosh, <laughs> we, it'll, we it'll happen, guys, eventually. Yeah, what about you, Pat? What do you, you want to hear the spoiler cast? Let us know. <laughs> Send in five dollars. Send yeah, us not the plug I wanted to make, but the plug I felt compelled to. Um, yeah, uh, you also you also finished Pokemon, didn't you, Josh? Oh yeah, I, f- I finished Pokemon Black as well, so we can talk a little bit about that. Yeah, cool. Uh, sweet. Well, uh, I man, there's, there's there's so many random little pieces for this week. Uh, why don't we start with the bright colors, happy fun time ukulele from Steve? Alrighty then. Um, so I don't know exactly where to start with this, so I'm just going to rant for about ten minutes, and you guys can just tell me to shut the fuck up or let can me we, go. Can and we that's do that business. now, or do you want us to let you start first? <laughs> uh, let me start first. It's funny if you interrupt. <laughs> yeah, true, true. <laughs> think, think, of, think of the content. Um, so, Ukulele and the Impossible Lair is a spin-off, um, a spin-off platformer, like a 2D platformer. I'm going to make... interrupt already. How, how's it a spin-off? <laughs> is it like... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a sequel. What makes it a spin-off? Is it a sequel? I thought it was a sequel. It is a sequel, but like it deviates as much from like the original core gameplay that I classified as like a spin-off. Maybe spin-off sequel so- is... To be fair, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories is a sequel to Kingdom Hearts 1, and that deviates the gameplay a shit ton, and it was on a different platform. Mm. So you're not playing as a different character or anything, you're still playing as Ukulele? Yeah, well, Yuka and Lego, you play as two. But I don't think we should be comparing it to Kingdom Hearts, so it doesn't sit right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this sequel to the original Ukulele game is a 2D platformer that has like a 2.5D hub world type of area where you solve sort of puzzles to get to the next world and that's like really interesting and essentially what you're trying to do is um capital b which is the bad guy from the first game um has set up this it's essentially taking all the bees from i think her name's like madam honeybee or the good bee the queen bee if you would steven could you tell me what animal capital b is oh he's like a bumblebee (laughs) thank you (laughs) yeah so there's like a there's a lot of like puns and shit that it makes it very funny but does he have his own movie 
No. He's got a B movie. Fuck, that's what that's yeah. that's the joke. You uh, literally handed it. <laughs> I've dropped it. I've dropped it. Um, I thought you meant like a capital movie, and I'm like, I've got capital punishment on the side. No, really. um, so, yeah, so you've got to go and collect a bunch of uh, bumblebees from all the different worlds to sort of help you get through the impossible layer that capital B is set up because he's setting up this laser to kill everybody or whatever. And now, that's the. Now, I want to interject here. Steve, you said you have to collect those bees. I would like to make it known that you do not have to actually get the bees. You can just yes. do the final level. And yes, it's, you it's can. incredibly hard, but you can beat the game without playing any single level. That is true. So the impossible the layer works. Ukulele. <laughs> so the impossible <laughs> layer works off like the impossible layer as a level within ukulele and the, the impossible layer exists in a way that you can do it, but the bees you get, you collect from the levels, essentially allow you to take like one hit of damage. So the, the idea is I think there's uh, 68, 60, 70 bees or something. And if you collect like all of them, therefore like it's, you've literally got like 70 hits you can take on that impossible air level and just fucking just bulldoze it and that's it. Um, it is quite hard. I did try to do it with the 10 or so I've got, the 10 bees or so I've got, and it fucking like pumped me pretty far into it like it tells you like a percentage of how far you've gone through it and i've gotten like 20 percent or something into it which is that's not too bad it's not too bad but as soon as i pick this up i realize that i fucking hate platformers (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, that is the platformer experience for most people just not yeah well yeah i love platformers (laughs) except for the except for the post game of crash bandicoot 4 fuck that that was way too long and way too difficult no it was entertaining to watch though yeah, it wasn't entertaining to play. <laughs> no, it was funny to watch you fail, like, to be, to be accurate. <laughs> but anyway, I haven't played Crash Bandicoot before. Um, but anyway, so I think that I like some platformers like Sonic, and I do enjoy 3D platformers like Mario Galaxy and Mario Odyssey. And Kirby like, Forgotten Land. Yep. I mm-hmm. haven't played that. Oh, um, I can talk about you. Kirby, actually. You, you, played the, you played the demo. Yeah, I did play the demo. Fair point. And isn't everything a 3D platform when you think about it? If, um... We're not doing this RPG <laughs> argument again. Especially, especially when there's 2D games that exist. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, don't we exist in a 3D platforming world? Yeah. But anyway, so I don't really like them because it feels like a, you've got to get the timing just right. Or I always feel like there's a need to sort of, if you're not moving, you're sort of missing out on the experience. I will, I'll say that, but at the same time, I'll say that I really enjoyed like the old Sonic games back in the day. Uh, I think it was Raymond Origins I really enjoyed. That, that was like fantastic. And I see that as like the pit, like knowing that I haven't played every single platformer in existence. And I think I've only played like a handful anyway. Raymond Origins is like has set the standard of 2D platformers for me, which I. You're not, you're not wrong. Rayman Origins yeah. and Rayman Legends are kind of peak content for 2D platformers. very good, yeah. Yeah, I've played Rayman Legends as well for a bit. That was, that was pretty good. Um, but this one, it doesn't... It's good. It isn't great. Like, it, some of the levels feel very sluggish. It feels like if you're not... If you time it a little bit off, like, you might be a bit behind or you might, like, miss a jump. And then you have to, like, go back and, like, sort of run back up and get it and it sort of breaks the pacing. The levels are pretty short, which is sort of driving me a bit more towards liking it than I originally thought, but that's, and that's probably okay. And most levels have like, there's, you do the first, like you do the, the level and then there's uh, an external factor. Like you turn a tap on in the hub world and the world floods and then you put like a different level. Or, I love when uh, they do shit like that. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And there's, there's one that like you, you fix this, um, 
this machine and the machine lets out like literally infinite enemies into the the level and you got to do the level again but it's like there's enemies everywhere and that was like pretty interesting and pretty cool and there are sort of uh, i'm not sure how familiar you guys are with ukulele but there was a tonic system in ukulele where you could use these tonics and it would change the gameplay a bit like as if it would like make everything black and white or it would give you a triple jump or it would give you like temporary invincibility yeah like re- toggleable cheat codes basically essentially yeah and they sort of you do have to pay like i think they're um feathers in this game and and in the last game and they're sort of expensive and these do return here but they exist in a way that it's you can equip up to a maximum of three of them and they impact the amount of feathers which is essentially coins that you'll get at the at the end of the level like it affects a, like a multiplier um and like it's sort of weird if you've got like you can have like essentially it gives you like a triple jump it gives you pretty much uh, as soon as you get hit by an enemy you get like an extra like 10 seconds of invulnerability and other things you can get it down to like 0.1 of a multiplayer which is no point um yeah and it's, it's uh, i get the sense that i'm sort of ranting because it's a game that i don't really like <laughs> i was about to ask you is it better than the first one because i played the first one and turned it off <laughs> like i yeah really so like it. looking back the first ones because i borderline 100 percented it um the the first one i really enjoyed it it just you could cut out half the game and it would be really good it just goes on for too long. And this one I feel is going to be exactly the same thing because I'm already like six or so hours into it and the levels are pretty much, I wouldn't call them the same, but it's like they're similar in enough. Like, okay, I sort of noticed it, what's going on. Okay. The music in the levels is, some of it's good. Some of it's like, this music track doesn't suit at all. Why'd you pick it? Like this is underground level and you've got like, like forest music playing in it and wind chimes and it like wigs me out. And I'm like, oh, they didn't pick the right music here as well and do you know if it's grant kirkhope on the ost again i imagine it is i thought it was um but don't don't fact check me on that i thought it was it does it does sort of have some of the same elements of the soundtrack in total but it's the individual stage soundtrack if that makes sense that don't suit okay so yeah grant kirkhope is still on board but i also got david wise in there and someone named matt griffin who i'm not familiar with well, he's probably put all the wrong fucking stage names in it. So get him out of it. <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah, like, I'm enjoying it um, much more than I thought I would. Realistically, I'm, I'm not going to go for the 100% collect all the Bumblebee thing. I might get 20 or so, see if I can beat the impossible there. Probably get a couple of achievements and that's it. An interesting thing to note as well, um, I think it's still on Game Pass, but, like, you literally look at the achievements and how look and look at, like, the the unlock percentage and it's, like, get your first bumblebee and that's at like 50 percent and the next achievement is like five bumblebees and it's at like five percent yeah it's <laughs> so there's probably a very big a like game i don't like this game i'm putting it down now there, there's people Surely that loaded it up tried the impossible lair and then quit because mm-hmm. only 50 percent of people got the first one yeah exactly yeah. There's, there's people that, that jump in there they grab one bumblebee then they just go and finish the game yeah um i'll probably have to look <laughs> at this the achievement stats for finishing the impossible lair as well get back to you <laughs> That's if it's fifty really percent, well. if it's like a, like literally fifty percent, fifty percent, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll report in next week for that. Um, but yeah, like it's okay. Literally, that's the only thing I have to say about it. Like it's okay. It's a five out of ten cool. best. So um, five out of ten. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I'll come back to it after I play a bit more. But I honestly don't see myself playing it. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, thank you for that, Steve. Uh, Josh, Pokemon. How's it been? Um, so I finished it about sort of two weeks back, um, and I started to do the post game. Um, 
I guess I can start with the overall impressions of the actual game. Like as a Pokemon game, it was it was pretty good. There was a lot of oh, right, uh, sort of stuff I echoed. Right, where... <laughs> we won, Steve. We got him to admit it's not shit. <laughs> we got him. I knew it. I knew he'd it... fucking like it if you played it. So, no, it's it's not that it's not shit. <laughs> it's, you just said um, it was great. It, no, I didn't say it was great. I said it was like it was good. Um, but like, so the world hey, building. Hey, it's good. Hey, we got good. him. We got him, boys. It's good. <laughs> oh my god. No, the the world building was good. It was, everything was very filled out. Like it felt intentionally done. It's just, I didn't really like the game. I like it was. It was okay. It, the, all of the gyms were very forgettable to me. Um, not, there wasn't a challenge in any of the game at all, ever. In, it's in a kids' game. It's a Pokemon's a kids' game. It's not. Yeah, but like some of the older games, like actually had some difficulty and some spikes. This, this, when you get to the post game, there's like everything suddenly 12, 20 levels higher than you, and that's about as difficult as it gets. And I was still able to do it with level fifty mons. But like, yeah, as a as a story game that they tried to make it out to be, it was really subpar. Like, I I, I really didn't care for the story at all. Um, I'll get him out of here. He's done. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Josh, Josh, do you, do you, do you still have COVID? No, <laughs> no. But I think maybe I could be. Yeah, we could swear your taste you, is you, gone. You have no. Yeah, you, you, you have you have no taste. So I'm just wondering if you're if you're still testing positive. Just a bit worried, man. No, no. He's, he's suffering from long fine. COVID. <laughs> right. Well, that, that was my my thoughts on the game. Anyway, um, team check. Who'd you, who was your final team? Uh, good question. I wish I could tell you off the top of my head. I didn't bring that with me, but I had, um, I know I had, oh God, who did I have? This is how forgettable the game was. Um, I struggle to oh, remember I'll any of the teams that I've had. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't remember this one. Are you, but... are you glad, like more seriously, are you glad that you've actually played it though? Because that was one of the, was that the only gen that you haven't played between one and, what are we at? Eight? Eight. Yeah. So I've yeah. I played gen five, but not black and white, like not the actual gen five games. Um, I played like the heart gold, soul, silver. Those are gen so four. That's gen, to... gen four. That's gen four. Is gen four? My... Yeah. yeah. Gen four. She, what was gen five? Oh, black they were and white Omega, and black and white black... too. Black and white two were the other ones, and then yep. Omega Ruby was like six. So yeah, I never six. played any of the black, uh, the, the Gen Five games. I still haven't played Black and White two, and I probably will, but I I don't think I'll enjoy it if it's more of the same. People keep telling me it's better though, so maybe I'll enjoy it. But I'm Fair glad I did it. Yeah. Uh, don't really know as much else. We can yeah, any I, other final I do, final I do, comments? I do, or... I do a quick one. Um, oh, yeah, ranking, okay. ranking, ranking check, Josh. Where does it rank? What's the on Pokemon games. Don't, don't no, 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 no. I just, just this, no, no. I don't want this. I just don't want this to devolve. I'd want sort of on a scale. Where does this sit? Is it in the? Don't give him tier a platform to tier? say that it's at the bottom of the tier. <laughs> or we're just gonna so I, I can tell you. Exactly you're you're about to receive right. an answer that you're not gonna like, Steve. Yeah, I know. So, <clears throat> Ultra Sun and Moon are the worst games. Okay, Sun and Moon good. are the second worst. <laughs> at least games. it's not right at the bottom. And then, <laughs> Black and White is above Sun and Moon, but that that that's where it sits for me. Yeah, so third from the not, su- not surprised. <laughs> Disagreeable, <laughs> but uh, I still want to finish uh, black and white properly. Like I haven't, I haven't had a chance to play it since the last time I talked about it. So I'll get back to it eventually, and then I can refute cool. Josh without him doing any input because he's gone the entire game. <laughs> yeah, I, I basically have. <laughs> Although to be fair, I, yeah, I finished it while I was really sick a couple of weeks ago. So maybe, maybe uh, so if I, I played to- it in a better light, I would have been happy. <laughs> And anything else you want to add, Josh? Or we leave uh, it no, there? That's pretty much it. Cool. Fair enough. Thank you. Also, made, uh, while we're still talking about Pokemon, um, Original Stitch is like a company that make, make shirts and they've got like Pokemon designs and they've just oh, released them. Like, 
Yes, I am plugging them. Because um, I've got, <laughs> I've got like a Rapidash Colicho for them. Really nice. And they've just released um, a couple of like Sinnoh Pokemon. Um, whoa, so- hey, whoa, whoa. Sorry, co- collared shirt? Yeah, like a mm-hmm. collar like business, business shirt. shirt, but they're yeah. Pokemon. They actually look really good. I would recommend. Yeah, so so where, where does the rap? Like, I'm I'm kind of interested. Where where does the Rapidash design fit on it? Like just in color, or is there actually like a Rapidash somewhere there on is the shirt? Lish, it's like little Rapidashes on the shirt. You know, like, how and, they, like, and it, it looks like, like it's red dots because they're really small. Um, okay, okay, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Yeah, uh, it's a really nice shirt. I've gotten a couple of compliments on it. If I to because sometimes I'll like wear it. Um, it worked just to be like on like Fridays or something because it's sort of like a fun shirt to wear. But if like someone was like, "Oh, yeah, like it's a Pokemon shirt," they're like, "Oh, is it?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's got a little Rapidash." Oh, yeah, that's like the Fire Horse one. Yeah. Um, See, my my version of that was uh, going to the Nintendo store in in New York City and picking up just a T-shirt with a big fucking Mudkip on one side, and that's very clearly a Pokemon shirt. I heard you like Mudkips. That that was half the meme, but I realized very quickly that being a six foot two, well bearded individual means that when kids turn around and point at your shirt, it's not a good look for you. (laughs) Um, Oh no! So where I was going with this is like they've released um, Luxray designs, and I am probably Luxray is one of my favorite Pokemon, so I will be getting one of those. Um, Yeah, I'm going to just repeat repeat where people can find this. People going to find this on OriginalStitch.com. Cool. They want to sponsor us. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm very happy. Or, or if, if if they do donuts. Yeah. <laughs> Original donuts, you might say. They do masks. Hey. So you know, if you need a if you need a new mask, go from there as well. Oh. <laughs> I've already got heaps of homemade masks. I don't need any more masks. The people only cared who I was when I took off the mask. Uh, and even then, segway, still... segway, get him out, get him out, get him out of here. <laughs> still, still not a whole lot. Uh. Cool. Great. Uh, I guess we'll throw it to Ace Attorney 2. Yep. So- Electric Boogaloo. So Ace Attorney 2 uh, started off really strong. Um, it, it was actually on track to be better than the first one for me. But, Where, where's the butt? But the middle of the game dipped in quality and it ended up being slightly worse. Uh, there's on- the butt. Only because like overall, uh, the strong cases in this are stronger than what was in the first game. But because of that dip, it's like the the overall quality of the game drops while Ace Attorney 1 was always on a constant rise of getting better and better and better. Uh, just just to do a quick rundown of the cases, the first case for me, I found it really, it, it was a really funny way of um, doing a tutorial level because it's like, oh, we need to introduce the courtroom drama for people that are playing this game for the first time. How do we do that? Uh, the person that's uh, uh, going to be on the witness stand smacks a phoenix right over the head with a fire extinguisher and now he's got temporary memory loss and he's uh, he's got to oh. work his he's got to work the case while trying to remember everything about the case i literally i don't think it, it, my microphone picked it up but uh, no it, it picked it up the first time it's it, it definitely oh, picked god. it up the first time it, steve it, it, god it, i just that's I, shit I, fucking premise. i know I it's it such a shit time, trope, though, but it's stuff? done in a very funny way in this and it's like Okay, it's only for t- the tutorial level. I can deal with it. It, it was like the entire game he's suffering from memory loss. It would have been instantly awful, but uh, it's like halfway through the case, he gets his memory back and things start rolling. And it's like, okay, this is fine. I can deal with this. It's just like to introduce people like, oh, this is how you cross-examine people and look at your uh, at your uh, inventory. They do a different way of doing it in Ace Attorney 3, which is also a very good way of... um doing the tutorial and much better way of doing the tutorial honestly but can i ask you a question about those two games yeah go for it so is ace is uh ace attorney three better than two 
I've only done the first case for Ace Attorney 3, but uh, its tutorial is the best of the tutorials so far. Okay, so what you're saying is that he was alive in one, died in the second, and like a phoenix, came back for number three. Love it. Love it. It's all coming <laughs> together. And when is the Order of the Phoenix? Does he, has he ordered anything yet? That, that might be uh, later on in the series. Because there's like, there's like seven a, uh, Ace Attorney games. He ordered an anti-fire extinguisher helmet. There's, there's seven mainline Ace Attorney games, so one of them will be his order. Anyway, to get back on track, uh, Strong 2 instantly started off with a strong case. Uh, not to spoil too much, but someone that was uh, being tried for murder in the first game is getting tried for murder again in this one because they're getting framed. And the whole story around that is just instantly starts off very strong. It's very great. And they do some stuff with the uh, law in this series that I wasn't expecting because in the first game, your partner... Uh, oh, like Maya, law is in L-O-R-E, not L-A-W. <laughs> sorry, I was yes, like, what are you yeah. going to do stuff with the law? Like, they've made killing not, li- not illegal. It's fine. Okay, no, sorry, never mind. No, no, it's fine. Um, it's only so, frowned upon now. Uh, your, your, partner, your partner, Maya, she's a uh, spirit channeler. And um, it, throughout the first game, what? she's uh, she's um constantly getting uh, the spirit of her dead sister to, uh possessing her body, and uh, uh visually they convey this by completely changing it so that it's her sister but in Maya's clothes, and uh, <laughs> got him the old switcheroo. Yeah, it and basically to really emphasize this, they go okay. So Maya, she's uh she's pretty like conservative. But as soon as Mia, her sister, takes over, she's just got open boob window. <laughs> that's it. Done. That's, that's the way you switch the character. That's how you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, in the first game, it just seems like this is just like a visual thing they did for the game to um, show to you, the player, that they've switched personalities. But then in the second game with this, uh, this uh, first real case... Um, they go, no, actually, they actually just completely physically change their appearance and we're going to do a case around that and make a uh, mystery around that. So that was really cool to see. And it's got me wondering why no one in the courtroom dramas ever bring up that these characters change their faces all the time. Uh, so yeah, getting off, the, getting off that case. The next case, which is the dip, uh, we go to the goddamn circus and try to figure out a murder around the circus. Uh, someone, a magician's getting framed. There's clowns. There's uh, oh, getting that classy. No, no, this is a male clown. So, so yeah. no classy for you. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he, this is what he said. <laughs> he said what I said. <laughs> uh, the the I had something that I actually think was pretty funny though for this case is that um, there's two brothers. Uh, they're acrobats. The first brother is named Acro. The second brother is named Bat. And uh, together they're called uh. The uh, Dingler Berries. I was waiting for them to be like bad acro. <laughs> Backro. Just don't let bad off alone with the clown, eh? Well, I, get it I out will... of here. Take my... <laughs> I, I will. Uh, yeah, I'll ignore that. So, uh, moving on from the circus, which was actually the dip in the game. The last case is peak fiction. I loved it so much, and I can't say a whole lot about that one because um. It's just something people need to experience on their own, but it, it was absolutely amazing throughout. I loved every moment of that case. Uh, yeah, so overall, the strong cases in this were stronger, but because um, of going to the carnival and the circus, it's overall a weak game, so uh, I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. 
So, so you, you said that you had the first one at 9 out of 10 in case the second one was better. Does that make the first one a 10 out of 10? No, no, I still got the third game to go through. So the third game could possibly be the 10 out of 10 for the trilogy. I have, I have a question for you. An actual question this time. <laughs> so there, <laughs> there's case one that was a tutorial level. And then there's only three other cases in the entire game. Yeah. How long is the game? Uh, not too long. Like, uh... I, I got through it all in a day, but I'm also a slow reader. So you'd probably get through it in like half a day, like five-ish hours, maybe. Oh, wow. I actually yeah. thought they were longer games. No, these, Josh, these are... These my were... brother in Christ, how, how fast do you think lawyers get through cases? I mean, you could be in one case for months. <laughs> I don't know. I generally thought these were longer games. Okay, no, no that's cool. Yeah, no, these, these were originally Game Boy Advance games, so they're pretty short. But, um... It, they always have like the last cases, like the signature, really long multi-part, uh, multi-hour case, which is where like the big meat of the game is. And the first game is actually very long because the last case in that one, because you weren't here for that, um, the last case in Ace Attorney One was added for the DS version of the game, and that is like half that that case's length. It's like half of the original game's length. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, overall, really good game. the the circ The circus uh, case wasn't that bad, but it was. It did feel like a dip in quality, and maybe that should have been the first real case of the game. Uh that way it didn't feel like a dip in the middle of the game, rather than like a constant rise that the first game was. So that's like my you, one complaint. I think. That are you suggesting that uh, taking a fire extinguisher to the side of the head is best served when it's done via a clown? Oh no no! no. Uh, I mean, like <laughs> just counting the real cases, but also yes, the the clown should have absolutely bonks Phoenix over the head with a fire extinguisher. I um, oh my god, I forgot what I was going to say now. Oh stop, yeah, I think stop clowning you're around. right that like in so the clowns in like Western sort of markets are very different to clowns in Japan. They don't really have them there or the concept of them. So I don't think it would be like a novelty to them. It would be very new and different. So in Australia and like America and stuff, like, we just kind of see it and go, I hate this. <laughs> so the Ace Attorney games are localized to be in LA. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, for some reason, uh, when they localize the games, they change them from taking place in Japan to taking place in Los Angeles. I mean, and there were still if, Japanese if, games, though. Like, they, so they, they were in Japan. People would have been were. like, "Oh, these clowns! This is, this is funny and interesting." And also, like, half of them, half, half of Western civilization is scared of clowns, and the other half hate them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it makes it hard for that to be interesting for us. And once you're done with the clown case, uh, Phoenix Wright actually has uh, PTSD from the clown. Oh my god! Why do you why do you think clowns need to defend themselves against hate by walking around with fire extinguishers? Isn't that what the movie It is about? Honestly, I would have preferred if they just throw cream pies. <laughs> that, there's, uh, there's a much... You don't throw uh, cream pies. Though. Someone say it. Someone say it. There's a, uh, there's a much better clown thing than It. It's called... I think it, should, I think it is just called The Clown. About someone that... Uh, have, have you guys heard that? Uh, like, seen this? It's a, it's a movie. I have not. I'm Googling no, it I haven't. Right it's, it's unironically... Actually, a really good horror film. It's a guy who finds a clown co like uh, his a, a real quick segue. Uh, his uh, so there's a guy. His son has a birthday party. He hires a clown for it. The clown had to pull out for uh, you know being sick or something. So the clown didn't show up. Kid's really sad. Everyone's like, man, we really want a clown. 
the the dad just goes and finds this clown outfit in this locked chest upstairs in the attic of this house that he's uh i think he's selling um or that or it's just it's an old house either way finds the clown outfit puts it on it's a haunted clown outfit that slowly transforms him into like a wear clown he goes around just murdering kids for 90 minutes actually a great horror film well that that does sound like something i need to watch that that sounds like it'd be entertaining for all the wrong reasons (laughs) it has it it, it, it is it has a 44% on rotten tomatoes so sorry 44% 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, okay, that's higher than what I would have imagined. Yeah, for, 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 a, for a culty horror film, that's, that's, that's actually pretty, that's doing pretty well. Uh, it even has the old Scandinavian man that talks about the legend of the cloin. Oh my god. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and how, and how you, you know, like back, back in the old country, there used to be these creatures that would go around murdering kids, and now, you know, Western society paints their faces and makes, a, and makes fun out of it. Oh, it's great. The scariest part is seeing that it was Harvey Weinstein, executive producing it, right at the height <laughs> of, you know, all that shit coming out against him. But yeah, it was, it was oh, pretty good. Man. Pretty good. He was the clown. There's an episode of Supernatural <laughs> that was very good about, like, this uh, clown that would, uh, these, he would, like, meet these kids at the circus and then, like, come to their house and the kids would let them in and then he would just, like, kill and eat their parents. And I was like, that was cool. <laughs> and you're like, maybe that'll be me one day. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe if I find a clown costume in my attic that we don't have in Australia, because no one has an attic in Australia, then uh, uh, we will uh, be able to go around killing people for exactly 90 minutes. I'm glad that the biggest takeaway we get from Ace Attorney 2 is that there's a clown in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> look, monkey see, monkey do. And might have a clowns. fire extinguisher. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, thank you, thank you for that, Seth. Uh, so you're already up to case one of Ace Attorney 3. Can we uh, look finished, forward to that next week? Yep, finished case one. So I finished the tutorial level and it was fantastic. I'll get back to you all when I finish it next week. Cool. Which I find very funny because you sit there and go, did I like Ace Attorney 2? Find out in 10 minutes. But will I play Ace Attorney 3? Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll finish it next week. Yeah, yeah t- tune in then. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, really, uh, well, there's, there's not much of a spoiler to give away for that. It's like, yeah, that's, that's what I'll be doing really for the next consistent week. consistent tone there from you, bud, but fair <laughs> enough. Um, why don't we throw it back to Steve? Um, Last of Us Part 2, let's go. Let's go. Speaking, um, speaking of horror themes and clowns. Yeah, no, that's a good, good segue. Um, Thank yeah, you. It's, Thank it's, you. It's, it's really good. It's got a lot better atmosphere and setting, I reckon, than the Last of Us Part 1. Um, it just takes sort of place in Seattle and the surrounding areas. Um, it does jump, well, the parts that I'm up to, it jumps from, like, the present day, um, Ellie seeking her revenge, and the past of her hanging out with Joel and Tommy, and it's, you see a lot of, like, good bonding moments, like, they're at the, when they're at the, um, the museum and there's a dinosaur, and you're sort of talking shit with dinosaurs and rolling around doing everything, it's good moments with that. Um, so this isn't a direct sequel, is it? I haven't played either. It is, it is, or... It is, yeah. It, it, but there's, like, a time gap? Yes. No, no. Yeah. Uh, so three years. Three the years. game, the 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 game takes place. Sorry to override you, Steve. Um, Last of Us Part One, continuous unbroken story. Last of Us Part Two, it's it takes place after the events of Last of Us Part One, but there are little flashbacky bits to the events between Last of Us Part One and Part Two. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those are really uh, good moments. Speak, really speaking good of moments. which, uh, how do you guys feel about the way they handled that? Do you like that back and forth, or? Would you have preferred one straight playthrough? No, I do because it's it isn't in like the middle of like it, it's always in like a quiet moment in the present time when they decide okay it's time to go back. Um, it's always like all right, well it's night time. They're they're winding down for the day or they've just 
they've just sort of finished something big and are sort of like recovering from it. And then the flashback goes happen. It isn't like it feels like it's a natural story progression. So right, I'm just thinking okay. because this they I, from what I understand from the game is like this is basically how they handled the DLC from um The Last of Us One and yeah yeah and, and we were saying back then like it could have been like done better. It could have been a single thing. Um, do you do you actually play the flashbacks though, or are they? Yes, just you do. Yeah, you do. No, play they're, they're, them. It's, yeah. it's like a cinematic cutscene, and then it's like a semi-big contained level almost and then it's another cutscene and you're back in like it, it's not like a a five minute type of little thing eh? i think they go for okay that could longer. be okay yeah they they go for like at least 30 minutes of just like a quiet point of like we've yeah. had an action sequence let's calm things down calm things down for a bit and explore take some time uh absorb some atmosphere yeah re, re- reassemble the relationship between ellie and joel like Notice the moment yeah. when they're sort of, uh, the, for lack of a better word, the father and daughter relationship they've got going on, um, and and why that's, that's basically what it is. Yeah, 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 and why Ellie is so hell bent on literally just taking revenge, and why she pretty much throws her safety to be like, nah, fuck these guys, I'm going to take the whole down, the whole organization. Yeah, I, I think the the difference with the way that they use flashbacks in this one is that, uh. I mean, might as well just spoil it. The game's been out for a bit. Because Joel dies so early on in Last of Us oh, Part 2. Spoilers, fuck. <laughs> Big yeah, fella, it's right? in the Crazy. first hour of the game. Play it. Um, like, first 30 minutes, dies, even. Yeah, because he, well, yeah, I mean, You can speed run it. Uh, <laughs> Joel percent. Um, because he oh. dies so early on in Part 2, and he's half of the game in Part 1, uh, they need flashbacks as a way of partially tying up loose, like, story arcs and character arcs from part one but also just punctuating more emotional moments because the bond like people playing part two already have like a basal understanding of the relationship between joel and ellie more so than ellie and the other characters that were introduced to so even when there are emotional moments they're not as poignant as moments between joel and ellie which because you can't get because joel's fucking dead they just got of they sort of have to do it in flashback. And so all the flashbacks that they choose to do are for a particular emotional thing they're trying to get across. And Ellie's also on such a revenge quest that they don't give her a chance to like uh talk and uh, smell the roses with all the other characters. Like they're just yeah, kind of yeah, there exactly. as set dressing sometimes. It it humanizes yeah. her. It does humanize her. And the other characters sort of do feel like, okay, I'm gonna use you guys. To help me with my revenge, get fucked. And yeah. Then- so where are you? Where are you up to in terms of story? Like, what's the last thing that you did in the story in part two, um, Steve? So I have just finished. I think it's the second day of Seattle. Like, I rescued. Um, I can't remember his name. Um, the Asian dude. Um. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, his name either. Yeah, it's been he, a while since I played yeah, it, but I know and, who you mean. Yeah, and then I just so I just finished that. Um, I think it's in Hamilton in Seattle. Um. Or Hillcrest, sorry, Hillcrest. And then it's a, I mean, a cuts, a flashback cutscene where it's uh, Ellie and Joel are trying to get to a music shop to um, redo the skin, the redo the strings on her guitar because there's a, a reoccurring theme of just when they got to Jackson, which is the town they got for safety in at the end of the first one. Um, Joel teaches her how to play the guitar um, and they find like two or three guitars like after Joel's dead and then Ellie sort of plays them and then like remembered of him. And it's like a really, I think it's a really touching moment. Um, and sort of, it's, it's like the last connection she has to him. Yeah. Yeah. And like, 
sort of when he gives her the guitar in the first place, it's sort of like, oh, cool. Like, I'll, I guess I'll get to it eventually. And now he's gone. It's like, well, this is the only thing I have left of you, essentially. And that's really good. And those moments are very touching and very impactful. Um, and Can it's I ask another dumb question. Yeah, of course. No, um, so stop. The, the first game's like a apocalypse or something, right? Yes. Yes. Is this one still, is this like post-apocalypse or is it still apocalypse happening currently? Post. Oh, technically, the first could, one was also post. Yeah, yeah, technically it's post. Like, it's been like, as, so to give you a bit of context, Josh, like the, there's like an infection that like sort of turn, takes over people and doesn't turn them into zombies. You don't use the Z word in this. They're <laughs> all infected. Um, they right, sort of like yeah. shamble around and. If you get bitten by one, you get infected as well because like zombies. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Or, or you <laughs> just breathe breathe can't spores. say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah no, Naughty, Naughty Dog very much. Naughty Dog specifically said they are not zombies. Do not use yeah, the Z word around them. Yeah. They just wanted to trademark this. That's yeah. All. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's because it's because it's based off of a cordyceps fungus, which technically does exist in the Amazon, I think, and so yeah. that's what they tried to play out. Yeah, and takes over insects and that. Yeah. They all do that. Um. But yeah, so it's it's at like so there's the infection at the start of the Last of Us one, and you sort of play through that for like half an hour, an hour, and then it takes place. I think it's like twenty years after that. Twenty but years later, yeah, because yeah, so Ellie Ellie has that. been born and brought up in, in like post apocalyptic world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it's and like so this continues so, past I that. think it's supposed to be like twenty years since the event. Yeah, yeah, twenty years to number one, and it's like I think Last of Us Part Two is three years after. Um, so some part of these one, people so. are just immune or something, are they? So only Ellie's immune. Um, that's a big yeah. thing of part what? one. Okay. Um, well, it, go and I highly recommend like going and playing part one or listening to my review of um, part one. Nice. Saved it. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. him. Um, yeah. It, it is really it's, good. Well, I mean, it's yeah. It's it's like any post-apocalyptic thing. There are people that take enough precautions that they've just found ways to survive for as okay. long as they have. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Okay. Continue on. Sorry. Yeah, so I'm not sure, like, if it feels like, I thought, I get that feeling the game might be halfway, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if I've got, like, another 10 or 15 hours. I think I've put six or so in so far. Um, it is really good. They've done a lot of world building. It sort of opens up in a mini open world area for some areas, and that was pretty fun. Um, but, yeah, like, it's a really impactful story. I'm yeah, all- I, I don't, th- from what I remember it, uh, of it, you're not halfway yet. You're almost halfway. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, but you know, it, it's it's I'm really enjoying it. Um, the worst part about it is, as I said before, the fucking um, the glare that it gets <laughs> in onto my TV, so I can't <laughs> play that in the daytime at all. Essentially, like I yeah. even with like fucking around with the brightness and the contrast, I can sort of depending on the level, I can do better. But literally this morning, I was playing at like eight thirty a.m. and I literally was like. 45 minutes of me just dying because I'm like, oh, I did not see that enemy there. Like, even they've got like this sort of listen mechanic and you can, it does highlight them, but not well enough. And I'm, yeah, I just, just get more and more frustrated. So it's a nighttime game, which is worse because it's a scary game and my heart rate is at 150 beats per minute when I'm fucking playing this game. <laughs> you should get that checked out. Yeah, you sure that's not just the, uh, the, the flake shake? <laughs> mm, I haven't had a flake shake, but maybe I should be having a flake shake as like a comfort food when I'm playing it. <laughs> Maybe it'll calm you down. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's a good game. I'll um, hopefully I finish it by next week, and then I'll have a closing thoughts for that. Yeah, because all of the um, the all the, of the, all of the more interesting talking points I think are after the halfway point. Exactly. Yeah, that mm. that's a bit. Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to find the words to say. Thank you for that, Seth. Yeah, agreed. Okay, then we're well, looking forward to it. 
Sweet. Uh, I guess we'll just pencil that one in for that. Uh, why don't we... Because I realize we've got Elden Rang uh, and Josh's mobile game. Josh. <laughs> my mobile, mobile game. game. Oh, I mean, I wasn't going to talk about that my it. mobile game. I, I guess. No, I, so I've been playing this this mobile game, I guess, to, to get into it, uh, called Summoner's War, that's basically just a gacha game for like the last like six years. Every time I get a new phone for some reason, it's like... Six years? Like Fuck it. What is with do. you and having like the long video game? Actually, Jesus. it'd probably be longer because I, <laughs> when I dated um, my, my first major girlfriend was when I picked it up on New Year's, so it came out. Actually, no, you know what? I picked it up the day it what came out. What about your first minor it's... girlfriend? Uh, major girlfriend. No. Um, so... <laughs> Easy. We're, we're, we're trying to avoid the uh, AFP right now. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, the the listeners, the listeners are going to hear major girlfriend, and, and the, that's the natural question. <laughs> God damn it! So anyway, it actually would be eight years because they're currently doing their eight year anniversary. Um. So yeah, I picked it up to play it again because I got a new phone, and that's just what I usually do. I play it for like a couple of weeks, and then I I stop playing it. What type um, of game is it? Is it sponsor like a- code that uh, that you want to yeah. shout out? Uh no, <laughs> but it is it is very fun. Yeah, um, and that reminds it, me, I I'm too late on this Raid Shadow Legends sponsored deal that they sent me. <laughs> I did I, download that and I opened it and I thought about Yusef and then I was like, this game sucks. <laughs> so Raid, sorry mate, I'm I'm, I'm not interested. Summon as well if you're interested. <laughs> sorry, Mister Shadow Legends. Um, yeah, yeah, my my invite for the Raid Shadow Legends referral program got expired. I can't Rip. stream that now and make money. Oh well, they'll they'll contact game, me again in like a month. So th- this game, to answer your question, Steven, is just like a, a gacha game. So you like you pull heroes, and then you sort of do a whole bunch of PVE content to continue through the story, and then beat a bunch of dungeons and challenges and whatnot. And um, you sort of equip them with runes. It was kind of like the original of what Raid Shadow Legends is. Um, and it's a Capcom game, so they have a whole bunch of Capcom characters and crossovers in it as well. Oh shit! You're telling yeah. me I can get Capcom waifus? Uh, well, not waifus. Shut it's got the Ryu. Fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a few other Capcom ones. I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, there's there's a few. Um, hang on, hang on. Is this Summoners War Sky Arena? Yeah, yeah, that one. It's fucking developed by and published by Mojang. What the fuck? Mojang. Oh, Minecraft fame? No, it's not. Mojang. It's not Mojang. Yeah, it's it's got. I'm I'm literally looking at the Wikipedia now. It is it actually Mojang created by South Korean game developer Com to US. Swedish yeah. game developer Mojang, an American game developer PopCap. Wow, what the fuck is this? What? There's no Capcom there. Capcom's in uh, owns one of those companies, I believe. Uh, um, in 2020, the, yeah, it had a crossover. crossover. Oh. Yeah, in 2020, it had a crossover too. Um, oh, yeah, so I'm too so late for the Capcom waifus. Okay. You can still pull the characters. You play, like, pay money. Um, but no, yeah, it's just a fun pulling. little game. It's, it, <laughs> I like it. I didn't oh, realize cool. Mojang um, was in it, so there you go. Yeah. So we still yeah, learn something new it? every day. I think when you open it up, it actually says something starting with M, but I never look at the fucking opening scene, so it probably actually Re- reading says Reading is Mojang. hard, Josh. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Finally, this week, Steve, Elden, Elden Rung, did you, did you answer? I did. I answered it. It's fucking amazing. I'm not going to speak too much about it. I think this is like the fifth week in a row someone's spoken about <laughs> it, and I realize <laughs> I'm like five weeks late to the, pass- to the, to the party. Uh, but holy shit, I'm fucking loving it. Um, I'm like 20 hours in. It's like, oh yeah, I'll just play for half an hour. Oh fuck, it's been two and a half hours. I can't put it down. So um, where where are you? Um, half uh, 20 hours in. Just curious. <laughs> the amount of like side stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna explore over here. Okay, I've gone lost for a bit. Um, I'm up. To, <laughs> I'm up to. I'm in that academy area. 
uh, Ray Lucario. Oh yeah, yeah, Ray Lucario. Yep. Um, it's such a fucked area if you're doing uh, certain builds. For for mage builds, we we have a friend that that's doing it, and I think Patrick's seen him play it as well. It's so funny to watch someone try and do a mage build in that area. It is absolutely yeah. hilarious. He stomped other areas where I was like, this is really hard. Got to the area that I found the complete easiest in the entire game and got his ass kicked for like 10 hours. <laughs> yeah. I was just, I was just taking funny. so much damage with my dex build. Like, I wasn't dying a whole lot. It was just I had to keep chugging potions every now and then. Because like one have attack you... would like take out three quarters of my health. Have you fought the uh, the major boss in Rail of Carrier, Steve? Uh, uh, no, I've only fought the wolf. Um, I think there is another. Oh, one. so you're pretty close then. Okay. Yeah, I, I probably am. Ooh, I don't know where I'm. I got a bit lost there. Uh, I had to. Yeah, there's like a whole courtyard after that dog that can get you lost for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And then I went yeah. back into like the starting area. I'm like, oh, am I done with this area? Because you go through the rooftops. Then I had to like yeah. l- look up yeah. and be like, oh, okay, it's like a you got to cross the thing in the courtyard, and there's this iron ball that falls down, and just oh, you found the ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't find that. I looked up a guy. Or did the ball there. find him? No, um, I actually have used the, like, I timed the, it's the one time I've ever timed a roll perfectly. Um, and it went straight through it, so it was fine. Oh, nice. The Based fun fact about there. that area. So you, you get invaded directly after that by an NPC invader that you probably killed. Um, no, like, I literally yeah, got to the top of that thing and I put it down. Oh, 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 well, there's an NPC <laughs> invader, like, literally in, in that next doorway. Well, thank oh God, because, like, a spoiler. Yeah, like, Literally, as soon as I walked through the doorway, my controller died. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna put it down. And so it was protecting you. Bro, your, your controller. Your controller's trying to save your life, bro. Wow. Oh. Yeah. All right. So anyway, it, it rolled cool. a your, your, your controller. Your, your controller likes you. Don't log into Elden Ring tomorrow nine a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come to school tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So there's an invader. Um, so on my first playthrough, I uh, I just killed it normally, but I I pulled him to the ball and just kept having the ball fall on him in my new game plus playthrough, and it <laughs> yeah. kills him after a while. It's yeah, so that's funny. what I did. Yeah, I, it's see, so I, good. I tried to fight him once normally, and then went I wonder, and then just made it my mission to just like move him into where the ball was rolling. Yeah, killed it's him. so good. <laughs> he just dies to the ball. Mean, meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, um, our, our mutual friend doing the mage build. Man, that invader is so hard. Yeah, how did you get through so it? Because if you, is, is, you, you know, like he just keeps rushing towards you, and you know, playing mage build, you, you don't why you, you don't like people that gap close, and so you know he'd get gap closed under the iron ball and then die. It's like aha, so you have half the strategy down. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I also like that uh, Margaret. You can kind of bait him to fall off the uh, side of the arena, and that'll kill him. Can you actually, I uh, I tried to do that with some of the bosses, and they kind of just hit the edge and then stay there. Yeah, they kind of oh, yeah. do, but some uh, I've seen people manage to push Margaret off. Might need to like give them an extra hit to make them do that pushback. Trigger oh, yeah, that bleed damage. You might have to stagger it or something. I was trying to do like the Dark Souls two thing where you don't you don't lift up the rings for that area, the the circle area, and then you just push the boss off the edge. Um, but yeah, you, you couldn't do it. No, it's so, yeah, it's it's a great game. I sort of understand like why they got the open world right, and it's pretty much because. When you're exploring an area, you sort of do a walk around a path through. There might be a couple of enemies you kill, and you sort of move on. You're not like hanging around or doing the Ubisoft there's, thing. Yeah, there's there no Ubisoft like a, fluff where there's like twenty collectibles in like your yeah, vision at all times. Yeah. So like when yeah. when you open up the map, you're not like overwhelmed with all these fucking collectible bullshit. They don't really. That yeah, doesn't really mean the anything. collectibles are like, oh, there's a dungeon there. There's a reward in it, and it's like a whole 
extra piece of game. It's not just walk to the top of a tower. Yeah. So yeah, much better. Yeah. And they're sort of like, and, they're small enough to like sort of enjoy and have their own sort of challenge. So they like, usually have like a particular mechanic or something that they, that they use a lot in one yeah. dungeon. And like whether it's a trap or a bunch of gargoyles. Or, it's, it's like yeah. Breath of the Wild where it's a game where you're exploring like the world naturally yourself. But all those little things are done so much better than what Breath of the Wild actually did in that game. Uh, I hate hearing it compared to Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't think it's a fair comparison. They're two different things. Um, <laughs> I, I don't do think so. I, I do I, see I where you they fall from. under the same umbrella of uh, open world. Oh, empty. No, no. no. <laughs> and uh, we I, could I argue that them. Elden Ring's empty in some areas as well. In in both, you start naked underground and then emerge from a deep sleep to find a world that has completely changed from how you last remembered it. You then have to go with the intention of defeating a final boss. Uh, to beat the game, and on your way there, you get to explore in any direction you want with an ever-increasing list of mechanics and things to go and do and explore in the form of shrines and dungeons. Uh, where was the difference? So, essentially, what you're saying this. is they're role-playing platforming games, because you play the role <laughs> Not character. platforming, exploring. There's no, no, there's no platform. platforming there are, to there be are different, games. There are different platforms. You, like, um, jump up different levels and stuff. I don't, hear, when, I don't when, get 100 when, rings when you, and hear Mario go, wahoo, yippee. <laughs> no, that Seth, when you when when you play it on when you play it on PlayStation, you see the platforming in your trophies. Ah, oh, shit! You're right. Okay, that, uh, the problem was I played it on PC. I see. <laughs> Idiot. But yeah, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, actually, a, yeah. very quickly before we move on. Um, p- playing it on PC, did, did they ever fix that bug for you, Patrick? Where everything's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I've discussed this bug. Just yeah, every so often. Um. Uh, every so often, I'll just be riding me, me, me and my noble steed, just going off on a off on a gallivant through the through the fields, uh, and then my horse will just disappear um, for extended periods of time. Like like my my rider will still be you know um, stanced up uh, riding, but just on nothing. So it looks very funny. Um, full horse combat and everything. You just don't see the horse, uh, and whatever is the reason for that horse disappearing also just works with enemies. So sometimes you'll just be walking along or riding along and you'll just die. And only I- after your body is fading to ashes does, um, does an enemy just materialize in front of you. And you're like, I had, oh. I had a similar glitch, not that exact same thing, but Josh can attest to this. Um, for some reason, my entire torso just started disappearing when I was getting to lead up to a massive oh, yeah. spoiler point. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you're point, right. I mean. But- yeah, Patrick's was basically everything that was like vaguely close to him was invisible. <laughs> yeah, was and for me, it was just my entire torso was gone. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, but you know, I I haven't played, I haven't opened Elden Ring. Obviously, I I you know just got back from not being anywhere near a game console for a week, which was boring. <laughs> but Boy, do you I, have something to look forward to soon? Oh yeah, uh, I I haven't um. Uh, opened Elden Ring since running through Tiny Tina's twice, so Elden Ring is coming back up to the the next thing I'll be doing once I, you know, play another game. So I don't know. I'll I'll let you and all of our lovely listeners know whether my horse is still invisible. <laughs> all right, sorry, Stephen. <laughs> no, no, I'm done. I'm done. Um, I have had no bugs or anything of any description. Um, Damn, I'm ex- a- well, Xbox Xbox you. Yeah. What yeah, about those uh, like stupid boss <laughs> bugs that fly around in Elden Ring and that are fucking impossible to hit with a weapon? <laughs> just gonna no, be a weapon. Yeah, just jump flies, and attack, yeah. man. It's 
Oh man, the, was, the, the, the dragonflies the that, that when they hit you, they don't do much damage, but they make the sound like you've just been hit by a truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played a critical hit noise for some reason. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the number of times that I just have a menu up and I'm just on my second screen thinking that I'm mildly safe, and it sounds like I've just lost an arm, and it's just a <laughs> dragonfly buzzing around. I do want to say I love the critical hit noise because of just how impactful it is. Yeah, it, it sounds like the world's ending. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a, it it's does. It's the same sort of sound. Makes for the heart rate. It makes the same sort of sound in Dark Souls 1. Yeah, yeah, it's been the same since yeah, Demon's it's, Souls, it's but um, I don't I think Dark Souls 1 did it with the dragonfly. <laughs> yeah, fuck those dragonflies in fucking Final, final Demon Souls boss was just a large dragonfly. Oh, I'll be able to review that soon. Oh, well, oh yeah. yeah, do you want to talk mm. about that real quick before we move on to anything else? I guess. I'm, I, that, I guess. that should have probably been in the tech update at the beginning. Probably. I, um... So in the, in the wise here, words of Mr. Incredible, we have time. We, we have time. I said, I said that in reference like earlier, like this week and no one understood it anyway. Um, so I, uh, I think it's, I still, I've still got time, but you, you get the point. I think it's just, I've got time. I don't think it's, I've still got time. I think I've still got time comes afterwards. Anyway, actually. so this is a couple. He says a couple of times. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, in Australia, unfortunately, we're now out of time. But <laughs> you know, we, we had time briefly. But I'm sorry. Go, go, go on, Josh. Oh uh, well, I, I, I'm just not coming back next week. No, um, <laughs> no. So I uh, in Australia at least, and I know most of the world still. Uh, PS5s are kind of hard to get, and Seth messaged me being like, "Hey, uh, so these PS5s are available. Look, and I had EV games, and I was like." Oh, uh, I don't, I don't not want one. So <laughs> I, uh, I just sort of put a deposit down and now I'm getting the Gran Turismo version, which is my favorite game as a child. Um, so I'm going to probably shit all over that. Like the rest of the world next <laughs> week. Boy, do you have a, do you have a seventh edition of that to look forward to? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm so apprehensive about it. So I, I picked that up on the 27th. Then why'd you so get it? Why'd you get it, man? Because I just kind of <laughs> want it. If give I me don't your money. It, I, I will take it. your money and I'll give you a better time than that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a much shorter time. I'll give you that. But. Josh, don't <laughs> listen to me. He, Josh, be don't listen to me. He, he won't shut up about strawberry milkshakes, all right? Just, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even go there. strawberry milkshakes before he has. The, the um, other game on choice was a Horizon, and I can see why Josh wouldn't be into that. I, so, you know what? I actually think Horizon, because there was a game called ReCore that Microsoft did. And I've it had a huge amount of potential. It's still on Game Pass because it was obviously they made Game it. Bros. We're winning. Um, it was a very, very, very good game up until about three hours in or four hours in. And, <laughs> and then it, it ran out of ideas. It, it's <laughs> yeah, it pretty much ran out of ideas. Everything that they did and introduced and like sort of just were going with was really, really cool. The world was cool. The the concept was awesome. And then they just kind of like didn't change anything else. It was like, oh, look, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. I really want to see where this is going. And then it just doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't so go like, anywhere. Get... It doesn't change anything. Yeah, so you get about halfway through the game. I think I played it for like like eight or ten hours total or something. And I was like, man, I, I really can't wait to see where this is going. And it just literally didn't go anywhere ever. And if you look at like reviews and stuff, because I Googled it online going like, does this get better? And everyone's sort of like, yeah, it just kind of like, it just kind of it is what it is. Like it doesn't get better. It's 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 good if it was half the length. Um, and Horizon is very similar to that. It's like post-apocalyptic Cybertronic kind of stuff. So I might actually like it. Um, I might give it a go. I think no, I, I played the, the first I, one pretty I cheap. Played, the first one was pretty good, but I, at the same time, I picked it up for twenty dollars, so I didn't mind it. Um, yeah, I picked up the first one for twenty dollars, and I still haven't played it yet. I yeah, need to at some point. 
It is. Yeah. See, I haven't played any of the PS4 games because I never had one or a PS3. I did. I did have a PS4 for like a couple of weeks when I bought one off Seth when he upgraded to the PS4 Pro. I played Final Fantasy 15 because it was only out on PlayStation at the time. Then went. It was on wow. everything at it. It, no, it, well, yeah, it was no, on PC. It was no. on PlayStation. And Xbox. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah. So I. I. Yeah. I wasn't playing it on PC because it didn't come out on PC. So I therefore got a console to play it because I didn't have an Xbox at that point either. Um. So I got the the PS4 a few. Played Final Fantasy 15. Went. This is okay. Finished Final Fantasy 15. Went. That was horrible. <laughs> what a great game. And great then game. got rid of the console because I was like, I, I, that was the only I wanted to play on it. Don't so forget, you also touched Bloodborne for like ten minutes and then went, "This is oh, awful," yeah. which is like oh, the worst actually, take imaginable. I, and then I think I might enjoy it now. He, he can't keep getting away with like it. it. I, he cannot. I was like, <laughs> once the PS5 comes in, play Bloodborne. I, I will play Bloodborne at some point. I don't know when. I think they're going to do a remaster and it's coming to PC. So They've said that for literally the past five years, big fella. Just like Temtem coming to Xbox. If you get PlayStation Plus, it's free on there anyway. Oh, well, I have PlayStation Plus, um, so that works. I'm glad um, to see that Steve just hit uh, stage three of the the grief process with Temtem and Xbox and we all just <laughs> glossed over it. Don't worry, Steve. I'm here for you. I don't know about these other two. I'm Thanks, not. Man. I, I laugh at that. his pain every time. We gotta um, believe. So I guess I I will probably I'll be I'll be playing um Demon Souls at some point. I'll probably play Bloodborne. I'll probably play The Last of Us. Um, <gasps> play Persona Five. Play Persona Five I, Royal. I probably will play Persona Five actually. Oh, yeah, go list. with Royal. Don't play um, the free version you get with PlayStation Plus because that's vanilla. And no, I think Royal Roy is with the PS5s anyway when you claim them. So I claim those games. So I think Royal's one of them. Um, and I think uh, what was the other PS5 game that I keep being told I need to play? God of War I've played half of, and it was very, very good. And then for some reason, I never picked it back up. So I'm going to finish that. But there was another one, and it was like a PS3 game or a PS4 game that everyone kept like, screaming at me for not playing. I don't remember what it was. Ghost of Tsushima? Ghost of Tsushima is one of them. Spider-Man? It was one of those like PlayStation exclusive ones. But yeah, you can look forward to hearing me shit on Gran Turismo and then probably some of those games pretty soon. Every single PlayStation exclusive. No, some of them <laughs> seem okay. I just didn't play them because they're exclusive. So Cool. Uh, wait, hang on. Where do, where do we start here? Need to think back. Uh, I think Steve, any final thoughts on Elden Ring? <laughs> oh, fuck, that's right. Um, yeah, no, it's really, it's really good. I highly recommend it. Like, even if you don't into yeah, Souls games, go play it. And Sweet. I will continue to I'm play I'm sure it. we're going to end up hearing more about it next week anyway. The, the, the Elden Ring content never stops. Um, cool. Well, I think that's everyone. Am I missing anyone? Speak now. Forever hold your peace. Uh, is there anything everyone. you want to talk about before we move on? I've I've been doing nothing for a week. No, I got nothing. So yeah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Cool. Well, thank you for uh, round the lounge, everyone. That does bring us to the end of part one for this episode, which is of course round the lounge, and that leads us into part two for this week, which is of course the news. And starting off with that news, sad news. Enter the Spider Verse, or uh, actually no, that's not that's not the title. That was the first one. What is it? Across the Spider Verse. Yep, Across the Spider Verse has been delayed. Yep, the uh, movie that was meant to come out a couple days ago. Yep, that's the one. Uh, and then I actually didn't realize this, but it's it's uh, part one, part two. I knew they were doing three. I didn't realize that the the second one was going to be a two-parter. So I'm a little bit nervous because I just, I'm not a huge fan of two-part feature-length movies that come out uh, so what they're gonna a do year is apart. They've got, they're going to release part, part one in this universe, and then part two is going to come out in the parallel <laughs> universe. And we Yo, have to go to that'd, that'd be sick. God, that would... 
The metaphysical idea of that is actually really fucking interesting, but so hard to wrap my head around. <laughs> What yeah, if they did be, the Pokemon it's, treatment it's, and they do Spider-Verse Yeah, exactly. Blue? It's just like Pokemon. <laughs> is that what you were going to say? <laughs> yeah, you get to pick which, which exclusives you want on your part of Across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> well, I got Peter Parker. Yeah, well, I got- who's the other one? <laughs> Peter Nicholas Parker. Cage. Oh. That'd be it. Yeah, him too. Uh, yeah, so sad news, but I mean- Yeah, uh, you should, it should also say it's uh, being delayed to June 2nd for next year. Yeah, uh, I, I like to believe that the delay oh is God, because wow. they did the Sonic thing of trying to give Spider-Man human teeth, uh, but chances are it's probably just a COVID-related delay, but my, oh well. My, I, I, my hope is that because Morbius was the great, uh, the, the, the movie of all time- <laughs> The cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was- <laughs> The movie was, of all time. <laughs> Morbius was the movie of all time that now they need to push everything Sony-related back to put Morbius in more things and make them movies of all times as well. I just want because, to point out because Mo- that because Morbius was a was a movie in history. Yes, Morbius might not have been as bad as it was, right? If Sonic hadn't done the the teeth and YouTube dislikes still existed, like <laughs> if there was enough dislikes, bro. On all Morbius- I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, if Harambe was still alive, he wouldn't have stood for Morbius doing this badly <laughs> in cinemas. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Harambe How wants you to I go see Morbius. Do it for him. <laughs> Do it for him. Morbius out he- for Harambe. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> hey, he 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 would have done it for you. All right. <laughs> uh. Anyway, yep. Sad news. Next up on the list, though, um, Dragon Ball Super. Uh, Dragon Ball Super. Uh, we Superhero. have a yeah, Super yeah, Dragon Ball Super Superhero confirms a new release date. An article from um, uh, where is this one from? It's Mary Station. Station. Yeah. Uh, I am not. Really in in the loop on this one. Someone else want to take over? Yeah. Please? So the original release date for this was going to be June eleventh, but uh, Toei Animation got uh, hacked a while ago, like a couple of weeks back. This was a really big thing, and all servers were done, done in. Uh, so a lot of their projects had to be pushed back by a couple of months, and that just means that Dragon Ball Super Superhero got pushed back to April twenty second. Now, uh, sorry, June eleventh. The original to, date was guess- April twenty second. Now it's pushed back to they, June 11th. That's, uh, they that's probably Japan had to take a break from uh, copyright striking that YouTuber to go back and actually finish making this film. Yeah. Fuck, it um, looks like dog shit because it's, it's 3D. I actually CG. think it looks really cool. Oh. I actually think it looks pretty good as well. Really? Okay. It's one Josh of the better done 3D animations for anime. Hey, yeah. Steve, Josh Take. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah <laughs> unfortunately, I just... agree with this Josh Take. No, uh, they, just they, wait a minute. I don't like the only it. thing I don't like is that Piccolo <laughs> seems to have gone like ripe, and that made him powerful. <laughs> Bro, it's it's shiny Piccolo. <laughs> it's piss. It's just strange. Like I'm sure I'll like it once I see it, and it might make a little bit of sense. But at the moment, it just looks odd. He he needed to have a super transformation to catch up to the Super Saiyans. He didn't need to go fucking yellow. <laughs> like he's just oh, like oh, I've gone from like the color of a cucumber to the color of a lemon. Oh, look at me go! <laughs> I'm telling you, he's piss alone now. I don't know, man. Fun fact, Josh, you're like three weeks late to this discussion. <laughs> I know I'm three weeks late to it, but it's just bugs me. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, so do we have... Um, yeah, the new release date, I don't know if it was mentioned, but... Yeah, uh, uh, the new release date is June 11th, yeah. yeah I, cool. I fumbled at the beginning. The original release date was April 22nd. Toy Animation yeah. got hacks. Now it's coming June 11th. 
It's yeah, it's June eleventh in Japan, though. I don't know if that's yeah. Western it's only Japan well. at the moment. Nothing's been uh, announced for worldwide. I'm putting on yeah. my pirate hat, bros. Let's go, fan southern. <laughs> We're back on. Yeah, fan subs of uh, cam rips. Dredge the waters. Oh, fan subs of cam, cam rips. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> anyway, next up on the list, we have uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed DLC. Well, expansion. I'm not actually sure what to call this, but uh, monster trucks. Uh, looking kind of cool. Uh, yeah, it's Seth very, it's mentioned. very Motorstorm looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why um, I thought it was worth talking about because uh, you've talked quite a bit about Motorstorm on here uh, a few times. I've also said about I'm my a longing fan of for Motorstorm. a simple time when I could just drive a car off road. Yeah, with with friends. And now Hot Wheels is like, hey, what if we made little miniature versions of that exact same thing? Would you like that? Yeah, back before we had to worry about like maidens and COVID and Harambe and everything. You know, it's just easier way to live. Uh, but yes, this is a trailer which you can watch on YouTube, courtesy of the PlayStation channel. Uh, it's available now. I don't know how much this expansion specifically is compared to the base game. Uh, but we I just found out that, that if you want to buy platforms. the full game, like with all the DLC included, it's 130 Australian Way or 140 Australian. Ooh. On, uh, on Steam, right? Yeah, on Steam. On Steam, yeah. So the Monster Trucks expansion is $22 Australian. That's not too bad. It's Depending on how much you get with that expansion. Can, when you look at this DLC, that considering that's there's the Batman expansion's also $22, and then there's Pass 1 and then Pass 2, and both of those are $45. There's a lot of DLC, though. <laughs> yeah. It looks, it looks interesting. I mean, I, I very, very loosely had an eye on Hot Wheels Unleashed. I think it's one of those, if it's on sale, I might consider it, but I don't think it's got anything that's grabbed me enough to want to like buy it soon yeah no triple digits is a hard pass for me yeah so once that like complete edition drops down to like 90 dollars maybe a bit lower then i'll get because that my like my problem is that i've i've been it. i've been spoiled by the forza horizon 3 dlc the hot wheels unleashed uh the hot wheels expansion because that was so good and it has like forza level graphics and driving mechanics and things that i just don't think me playing this would be anything close to that in terms of me enjoying it. So, yeah, no, this is like a completely shame. different style of racing game as well. Yeah, yeah. it's more like Trackmania. Yeah, no, that's a good, that's game. good point. That is a good game. Hey, uh, next up on the list though, uh, we have uh, I don't know what's the what is this like Fast Travel Lounge LinkedIn post. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, listener, do you want to work for Bandai Namco? I I thought you might. Uh, Do you also want to work on a Nintendo game? Yeah, they're working with Nintendo for an action game project, and it it could be featuring you. (laughs) Find Uh, out more on Jumatsu. I wanted to throw this in to see if there's any speculation from you guys on what this could possibly be, because apparently it might be a remaster project as well. So, like, Nintendo I'm thinking it's a first-person shooter starring Kirby. It's 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 Earthbound. It's Mother 3. It's Mother 3. Give, oh give it up. It's, that's, that's even lower rent than uh, Temtem on Xbox. <laughs> I don't think it's uh, Mother 3 will never happen. Unironically, <laughs> like, you might as well literally just grow wings and start flying away. Watch it. Uh, but it, it, I, th- there's been rumors around that they're trying to reboot Earthbound or do something with that. And it did they come to Switch Online as a free download. So maybe they're trying to see if they're trying to gauge. And they, they also put Earthbound 1 on Wii U for the first time. When that was the relevant console, I was gonna say like I think even like now, and I'm like oh, okay, that's strange, but yeah, maybe it is. 
Um, I need to go play those Earthbound it, games. It seemed it, it's it because so a couple of weeks back when they announced some um, Earthbound on Switch, uh, me and Josh were so like, are they actually doing oh Earthbound three? Was because they did. <laughs> yeah, it's mother, mother one and two. Uh, yeah, we were so like. Oh, convinced. that's right. The biggest rug pull on the uh, Nintendo Direct, right? <laughs> yeah. We were so convinced of that because they did Earthbound 1 on Wii U all those years ago and then they did nothing for Earthbound 3 because um, uh, the Wii U just fucking died. They they just cancelled everything for the Wii U and moved it over to the Switch. So it was like, oh, they're bringing um, Mother 1 and 2 uh, to the Switch. Are they actually going to do Mother 3 as well? And it's like, no, no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not, yeah. <laughs> we're just going to stop here. Yeah, I'm not sure what it could be. I I think it's uh I think it's a Pokemon game though. I think it'll be if like... Bandai Namco is doing a Pokemon game, that's it, fellas. We've lost. Well, they've already they... done Pokemon Snap. Yeah, they already and oh, they did uh they too. and they did and Pokemon, Pokemon tournament. Right? Yeah, but yeah. Pokemon tournament. Yeah. The, the less said about that, the better. Uh, that's <laughs> not a bad game. That's <laughs> yes, I, that was pretty fun. Yeah, I thought it was it, horrible. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to go out on a limb and say that it's good, but I enjoyed it's playing good, it, and it's a fun. But it's not. It, it's, it's a fun like. Just having it on the Switch for some casual like couch comp. Yeah, I played basically. It on the Wii U, and I thought it was bad. Yeah, it's not wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. But I didn't realize they did that. There's there's two the, the things I think on... this could be. I think it yeah, could yeah. either be Kid Icarus being remastered. Oh, I'd be so, so keen again. Yeah, so <laughs> so it doesn't kill your wrist trying to play the game. Or yeah, um, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, or bad. it's going to be the uh, Star Fox game that Bandai Namco did, uh, Star Fox Assault, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. The mm. GameCube one, isn't it? Yeah, one of the GameCube yeah. ones. I honestly, for some reason, feel like it's going to be a, um, another mystery dungeon. Uh, that's, that's, what I, that's what I feel oh, like. Oh, yeah. That could be right. They didn't work on the first one, but I, th- I, I don't know. That's what I'm feeling, that they want to do a, a more, a more um, mystery dungeon thing with it. Hopefully it's Pilot Wings. That's a great game. Oh, Pilot mm. Wings would be great. Yeah, it could be right up their alley as well. Hmm. Well, we will have to wait and see. Next up on the list, we have some trailers dropping for Monster Hunter Sunbreak. I'm super excited. We get to see a bit more of an in-depth look at the Citadel and Garangol, uh, one of the uh, what, Guardians. I don't remember what they, what they introduced them as, but large kind of story piece monsters as part of the Sunbreak DLC. Uh, Citadel. Oh, Citadel looks good. Citadel looks, so looks great. Cool. Yeah, and it's Master My, Rank, baby. So I, I have a, I have a concern. Uh, well, I have, I have a worry rather in that. Um, we are seeing very good-looking environments in the Citadel, but when I just think about the other environments that we have, I, I know they don't look bad, but I just think of the quite flat plain looking switch uh locales which obviously were improved a little bit when it moved to pc and how they just kind of reminded me of like you know just older monster hunter games but now the problem is they they've given us the citadel which just to me looks like the best locale far and away that i'm actually not sure i'm going to enjoy playing on any other locale that isn't the citadel once it's out i i'm a little bit concerned that it's going to be very very small to make up for that um, I think I it really looks fairly that. large. It looks fairly it, it large. It looks but it I, looks I big because they small. they have like mini because it's the only locale that has mini biomes within it. Yeah, it's, it's got the, it, They showed the, off like, like five biomes. There's yeah, like a swamp did. poison area. There's this. Uh, there's the citadel itself. There was an icy area. 
as yeah, a forest yeah. area as well. Yeah, yeah, the swamp kind of thing. I it God, doesn't it just scream for Talos? <laughs> yeah, it does a little. Uh, it's not it's not Castle Black, but I mean yeah. a similar kind of thing, or like Elder Dragon of some sort. Yeah, um, oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, to me, it gave it. me more sort of Yamasukami vibes back from Monster Hunter 2. Shout I out to anyone else that too. fought that. Man, I've played Monster Hunter for way too much of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's worse ways to spend your time. Thing, and- things that raised me as a child. My parents, and then second to that, Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, under Garangom, this is looking like behemoth size to me. Like, this is a very big monster. He's not that big. It's close, he's, though. He's like- very close to a behemoth. It's on two legs. He's not, oh, he's not even that much bigger than Zenoga. <laughs> oh, I think it looks bigger than the um uh, Zenoga and uh, what was the um? You're thinking of Magnamalo, which Magnum was just Magnum it was too big, really. He's too big. Yeah. Oh my god. He's too big. So big. Actually, no. He he's probably a little bit bigger than than Magnamalo. He's he's not. Um. Oh uh, shoot! I I just had the monster in my head. I want to say Kumatsu. That's not Gamoth. Gamoth. He's I, he's not Gamoth sized at least. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he probably is similar in size to Behemoth. Is he? Uh, I'm curious what the small and large crowns. It's just that, that rise. Are look. Uh, the camera. It, I I'm not sure if it's the camera or just things generally look smaller in Rise than they do in World. But like yeah. the player size compared to the monster size, it looks similar to a Behemoth to me. See, my yeah, problem is that I see this and I think arena, he, like he's similar size to Magamalo. He's too big. Garen Golden is too big. <laughs> Confirmed. That, that's he all has that matters. Slow, predictable of patterns, though. Like he's not Magnamalo literally doing flips in midair and retargeting everything. <laughs> yeah. So, like, Magnamalo I- <laughs> deciding that he's just going to spin repeatedly in a small area, and there's nothing you can do. Yeah, and you're like, oh hey, uh, you're, you're kind of taking up this entire area, buddy. Do you do you mind? <laughs> Uh, yeah. no, not that I thought Magnamalo was too big. I thought you was fine, but yeah, yeah he's, he's too big. He really is too big. I had a dollar for every time someone said that to me. I would have no what, money. You would have fine. no dollars. Yeah, I have no dollars. What? That you, that you spend really fast and scare everyone away. That and uh, too big. <laughs> See, when Stephen gets afraid, he does his Beyblade defense mechanism. <laughs> he lets it rip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shitting at the same time, so I'm spraying everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Um, no, I, I do quite like the look of Garango. I like the look of all of the um, the Guardian. I really don't remember what the, the, the title is. All of that group, the the Garangolm, the uh, like Ice Dog, and then the sick like Vampire Dragon, all of them look super cool. Yeah. Um, so I hope that they are... I hope that their fights are fun and not just a war of attrition between, oh, Magnamalo swiped me because, you know, he's the size of like two houses stacked on top of each other time to just continue sipping that the that the good green stuff uh but yeah people can go and watch those those are those are trailers on youtube uh, i spent a bit long on that so we will move on uh no more heroes three uh I... it's coming to a Yay! bunch of platforms but notably not the switch no it's already on it's switch already on the and switch. it's escaping oh, it's escaping the missed. switch to go onto other platforms now which i am extremely excited for it, it's not Good coming save. to PC though, is it? Oh, it is coming to PC. Yeah, yeah. It's, coming, yeah, yeah. it's coming to everything, yeah. Yeah, Which, which yeah. is surprising, because well, uh, uh, No More Heroes 1 came to the PS3 and this, uh, the Wii, um, and then number 2 was just Switch, and now number 3 is coming to everything. Um, yep. Oh, uh, yeah. so, 
Current, so what current. sort of game is... I've never played these. What sort of game is this? They're, they're simple hack and slash games. So the original game was a Wii game originally. And it was kind of like you keep mashing the A button to do your sword swings. But depending on, like, if you're holding the Wii remote pointing upwards or downwards, you'd be doing high or low attacks depending on that. Yeah. And you just yeah. had to cut... And you had, yeah. like, a laser sword and to recharge it, you had to pretty much do, like, a, a wanking up motion. Um, so it's Fruit Ninja with extra steps. Uh... No, so, uh, like, no. The the whole. Have you played any of the Yakuza games? Okay. Well, it basically, like you basically play as a weeb in this in this game, and everything <laughs> that you do is just comedic. <laughs> it's really really funny, and it's just a hack and slash with comedy all through it. Yeah, his cool. his uh his lightsaber in the game is literally just something he bought off eBay because he thought it was cool, and now it's his uh it's his signature assassin tool. Yeah, he's, uh, well, I'm, quote, I'm quote, certainly quote, getting um, Johnny Cage vibes just from the, the images. On uh, the, the, the main character, Travis, uh, the main inspiration behind his design is actually Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the main developer <laughs> loved Johnny Knoxville better. so much, he, he just wanted to make a character that's like a video game version of Johnny Knoxville. Sweet. It's pretty um, good. Like, it's, uh, the one and two came to the, um, the Switch at the end of last year, and I picked them up. They're also it. on PC at the moment. Oh, they're on PC as well. Oh, wow. Are yeah. they really? Yeah, oh, wow. I'm pretty sure both games are on PC. I don't think they are. Oh my god, they are. Oh my god. Cool. And there's also that and bridge also Travis game, Strikes uh, again. Travis yeah. Strikes. Yeah. Yeah, you, can skip, you can skip that one. on PC. Hell yeah. I'll probably buy it. You can skip Travis Strikes again. You can skip that one. I heard it's yeah, pretty I, good. It didn't look that good to me. Nah. Or to be, to be fair, I haven't played it. It's a completely different type of game. Yeah, it's also double the price. So like, I can buy no no more heroes and no more heroes too, or I can buy Travis Strikes again. Like, <laughs> nah. But no, but it's yeah. cool. It's cool. I'm, I I've, I picked up one and two for the Switch for like when they were like twenty five percent off, so I got them for like twenty bucks each. So um, I'm actually planning sure, on I think, right? playing them pretty soon. I I can't remember. I played them both a fair time ago, so I can't remember. And I remember I loving them though. I think they're a decent length, but not like overly long. Like just like it'd be it'd be a good game for the Switch as I'm getting it like play on the train or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it probably yeah, suits that type the, of thing. The problem, well. the thing is that uh, No More Heroes Three performs really poorly on the Switch, like technically wise. Like it had a frame cap of thirty FPS, I think, and it drops really badly. So it just needed to get off there to run well. Oh, excellent. Uh, well, um, we don't have a release date officially, but it's just this fall in air quotes. So sounds like you guys are really excited. Yeah, definitely. Keen. I'll, I'll have to uh, play through one and two before three comes out. Up on the list. Thank you, Seth. Um, Digimon Survive uh, is going to have to live up to its name. And uh, it's got a release date, but it's going to have to survive Xenoblade 3, which I realize we're mashing two stories together. Yeah, but we, uh, we can do one, that. That's fine. One, abs- I'm the host. I'll do what I want. Uh, one <laughs> absolute power move of a weekend release. Um, uh, July 28th and July 20. Is it 9 or 7 for Xenoblade 29. 3? 29. 29. It's the day after, 29. so Digimon yeah. gets one well, day to that's survive. Even worse. Yeah. Which is, uh, like, it's kind of strange because it's, like, it's coming out to, like, Steam, obviously, um, and Switch, but it's coming to the PS4 and the Xbox One. <laughs> like, why? That's what development hell does to a game, I guess. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. obviously they both were backwards compatible and they'll both run, but, like, why? Well, realistically, <laughs> was it delayed really badly? Like... Yeah, it looks like that thing was in fucking hell and they had to scrap half of it, like, one of the art. And it looks like it's, like, what, 70% visual novel, 30% gameplay now. 
Yes, yeah, yeah. so that's um, kind of the statistic that they confirmed the other week. Which, yeah, like, that's the thing though. It's like if they've done all that and it's still an old gen game and it's coming out now, do you really have much hope for it? <laughs> no, no. I, no it, uh, I had so it much. It seems hope like a good it. game. It does seem like a good game. I'm just like so cautious about yeah. it because of that. I'll, I'll wait a year and, and then, then come to Game Pass, and I'll give the official review. It's a, it's an anime game, so like thirty dollars, right? <laughs> I don't know. Playing. More than fifteen dollars for a visual novel, it really gets under my skin. <laughs> yeah, okay, like, I can, bro, just read stuff online. But then at the same time, maybe it'll come out and it'll be very different. And like it, it does sort of seem like it's got like weird fire emblem, those sort of type of game strategy game type of thing. So maybe that'll hold up. But uh, yeah, I'll, let's see I'll how we go. Skip mm. it until it goes on sale or Game Pass. To be honest, unfortunately, I'm keen for the next then, game though. Uh. Doing a cliffhanger much worse than Seth was able to. Uh, the second part of that story is that we have a release date confirmed for Xenoblade 3, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, uh, being July 29th. Good luck, Digimon. Yeah, the funny thing is about this is that it was originally confirmed to be coming in September, so they've moved this up two months. Like, they moved it closer two months, and I've never heard of a AAA game doing this. Yeah. They were probably um, overestimating on purpose, and then as people were starting to come out of lockdown, etc., uh, moved up the timeline. I think this well, they, game's they just been done just and they've just been sitting on it for a while waiting for a good time and they're like, we actually yeah, want to make space for something later in the year so just move Xenoblade up because the middle of the year is kind of empty. The I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that they so shifted cute, all the of way. their uh, teams off of the graphics department for Pokemon Legends Arceus and just got them to work on Xenoblade 3. So yeah. you know, they probably just had a whole bunch more manpower so that they could release it earlier. I mean, it kind of seems like that he just kind of ditched their, uh, ditched their work on Pokemon to just go and work on this full time instead. So that's probably why yep. it's getting through faster. It's yeah, but they want to rush, still still rush to, to say that. <laughs> they want to rush this one out so they can get start work on Gen Nine cleanup. Mm. Got to make because room for Splatoon Three. The the UI and the the combat and everything that they're shown in this trailer looks so fucking good. Yeah, I'm, and um, really they've got the whole party on screen now instead of like um, yeah. Uh, so Xenoblade One, you had three characters. Xenoblade Two, you did have six characters on screen, but only three were playable. It was yeah. like three of the characters are your party members, and the other three are your weapons. The blade. But this time here. it's just straight up six party members. <laughs> that UI looks so fucking cluttered, but like it looks like. I, I think it looks good. I think. I it think looks it looks great. Good. Yeah, it's yeah. The whole bottom half of the screen is buttons. It's on a Switch. Uh. <laughs> like, it's because it's a small screen. I think they've done a yeah. really good job. Yeah. But they do a good job on the opacity and stuff and like highlighting what needs to be highlighted and making clear so you can see through the things that aren't as important. Yeah. And Just a classic JRPG look, put everything on the screen and hope the best. If you understand what's going on, you understand what's going on. So what you're saying is more games need to copy the Persona 5 UI? Yes. Very good UI. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You guys going to get on a release? Uh, uh, probably. No, release. Probably, but I still need to play Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, also I need to finish the other ones. <laughs> I, well, did, I, I don't think they're linear. Pass. I don't think you have to play. There is like yeah, a but I want to finish them. Yeah, okay. if, I, if I do this one, then I won't play the other ones. Then you're it. definitely not going back. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm in a similar boat. It's not 100% confirmed yet, but it looks like characters from 1 and 2 are it possibly does. showing up in this. It from does. the original trailer as well, it looked like they had like parts of the world from like one and two combined as well. So it's probably linking a whole bunch of shit. So I yeah, so I even if they're not like a linear thing, three is definitely like a bridge that is going to tie them together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and we'll lock in like oh. I think Xenoblade Chronicles Two takes like a hundred hours, so sort of just. Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> One also takes a hundred hours. Yeah, yeah oh, easy. Sit, sit, yeah, like sit, sit yourself. Um, that's like get cozy again. Time session, like we'll be right. <laughs> Fin Finish a game a month. I came up with 100 hours in a month. Nah, mate, I'm not doing that. Oh, I did it with the Elden Ring, actually. <laughs> so you did that in Elden Ring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's actually a good game. Early, but... early on, yeah. you're on track you... to do that with um, Brilliant Diamond or whatever in, like, a week. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I had over 100 hours in that in two weeks, actually. Jesus. Disgusting. I, I love yeah. Pokemon, yeah. Pokemon games, but... Good luck, Digimon. You have to compete with Xenoblade. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, uh, anyway. Fairly similar uh, markets too with the, the anime shit, but yeah. Next. <laughs> uh, thank you. On the list, uh, we have... <laughs> I realize now I've lost, the, I've lost my place. Thank you for that. Um, we have a report from Bloomberg uh, via Gamatsu that Sega is developing some big budget reboots of Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. I hate this. I hate this. I hate I this. So I hate much. this. Oh, God. Jet Set Radio. But, uh, fucking but you love Jet Set Radio. I do, but read a little closer, and they're saying they want to make the games that are big hits like Fortnite, and that just gives me the entire uh, mindset of, oh, no, they're going to lean into making these games live service games. Oh, God, they just want Fortnite killers. Why are yeah, they using actually, their old IPs to do this? The uh, the whole developing big budget reboots of Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio in, in the pursuit of global hits like Epic Games' popular Fortnite. What? O only only a Bloomberg report would write this. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, don't, it, don't, you, don't you remember all those fun memories you have playing Crazy Taxi where you're like, man, this is exactly like Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more of they're trying to say they want to get, like, things that are really popular. Maybe it's going to be a Jet Set Radio they're, future they're, battle They're saying the key words for these games are things like global online community and IP utilization. All of that these... sounds horrible to me. Yeah. So I, I'd be all for celebrating Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio coming back, but if they're going to be live service games, just leave them in their graves. How would you even do a, like, <laughs> a, a Jet Set Radio live service game? I don't even understand how that works. I, I don't know. I, that's, like, that's like such an arcadey single player sort of game that I don't know how you do it. I mean, At least in Crazy Taxi, you can just charge people for fuel and road user charges. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, I saw taxi, a decent idea for Crazy Taxi where it's kind of like you start, you have like a bunch of people in taxis, but you have less customers than there are people playing. So you got to try and like try and outrace people, but like also bumping into people, you're still their customers. And then like once they're delivered, someone gets eliminated and it just keeps going on like a round scale like that. Oh, we don't. We, and we so see, it's do crazy because with the introduction of, of Uber and Lyft, that's what's happening in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want taxi crazy taxi battle royale. That sounds horrible. It does. <laughs> it does. But at least there's an idea there of like how it can work. I don't know how you could make Jet Set Radio work. Yeah, yeah no you, could, you might be able to do it. something like a. You know what they've gotten like the thing they've got in Horizon. How you got a storm and the sort of circles doing. You might be able to do some weird. Grinding yeah, but no, but that—that's the problem, though. Like, like Steve, I agree with you. That's a fantastic format to do it in. The problem is that's literally what Forza is doing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like can Sega, the Sega can't it, look at that and go, "You know what that game needs? Taxis." <laughs> yeah. Or even yeah, with the rollerblade delivery, five head. Yeah. Um, I think what they'll do is that they'll release Crazy Taxi and then just add in a whole bunch of like mission packs or whatever and not have it be an online like constantly like search for a match kind of uh, it's a it's a battle game. pass but it's just a taxi pass 
Well, yeah, like I think you'll you'll be able to change your taxis and stuff like that, and and be able to like get new missions and almost have like a like a Grand Theft Auto without the fun parts of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's so. yeah. So so the Fortnite killer is just a worse Grand Theft Auto. Sick. Yeah, I, don't, the, I have no idea how they're gonna do Jet Set Radio though. But the makes no mm. sense. The last thing I want to mention for this is also in the Bloomberg report is like they're saying that these games are early enough in development that they could still be cancelled if the, just the outlook for them is bad enough. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> but there's gone, no hey, dislike you. button. How will they know? <laughs> yeah. I, I I reckon they've literally done this to say, hey, let's just test the waters, and then they're going to be like, oh shit, no one wants this. Like, just, why don't they just reboot the games? Like, and, uh, and they'll take the wrong message of it's like, oh, people don't want Jet Set Radio or Crazy Taxi. Yeah. It's yeah, not, they don't want this type of game. It's, they don't want these franchises. It's, it's so confusing because it's like, like, clearly they know that there's fans of this IP because they're looking at doing this. Why not, why not announce like something or a reboot to hype, drive up, drive up hype and then do something else? Like, why are you just going to go actively ruin your your current IP? I don't understand. It's so confusing. It's so so dumb. Mm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Move on. Speaking of actively ruining IP... Let's <laughs> um, actively Sonic... ruin a re-release. Also via Gamatsu, Sonic Origins is uh, set to launch on June 23rd for PS5, Xbox Series, uh, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Everything. And I... Yeah, every well, not mobile. You know, missing out the mobile market and the Mac gaming market. Well, so and, Blizzard uh, said, "Don't you have phones?" And these guys were like, "We know <laughs> you don't have phones." So, <laughs> so, so we have the US prices in these, but doing the thing we always do, I will list these in the Australian prices. The uh, standard game is going to be sixty Australian, and the digital deluxe is going to be sixty-eight Australian. And this is for a package that is just repackaging Sonic One, Two, Three, and Sonic CD. Which is funny because that would make this the, what, second highest rated Sonic game that they've done in the last 15 years? Sonic, Sonic Mania was really good. Yeah, yeah so it'd well, be underneath exactly that. that. Yeah, yeah, so that's the only other one in the I last 15 that they've of, done. Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. And, and, even, then, <laughs> and, and, and even then, that wasn't that wasn't because they were working on it. That was just because they helped take over a fan project, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, literally. No, yeah. no, it, it, uh, they had fan developers make an official game. So, yeah. like, they fully, from day one, endorsed it. It wasn't like yeah. a fan game they picked up later on. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, but they but, literally yeah, went, no, oh, so it's, it's funny that Sonic anything, yeah, anything new that Sega tries to do with Sonic just sucks ass and dies. Yeah. <laughs> and but, then uh, Denuvo. Ah, uh, yeah, it's gonna have Denuvo. It's got a whole bunch of stupid things, like stupid DLC packs. Um, It just, it's not a great pack, and it it fails my Dragon Ball to Breakers test of like it's it's not <laughs> worth that eighty Australian dollars. Yeah. Would you would you buy it if I had human teeth? I was looking forward to it. Uh, t- sorry, what was that, Josh? Uh, it's just, it's a shame because I was looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, uh, I sort of thought it was quite good. But yeah, no, uh, like generally a package of the Sonic games would be fine, but you can get these games on everything as it is like i think this will be like the third or fourth time they release sonic 1 and sonic 2 on the switch mm. yeah yeah like yeah, there's, it's a shame. there's actually nothing new about these besides they're tacked on dlc money baby uh it's good to yeah, be a sonic not game, really right? much <laughs> no no no, <laughs> no it's yeah. not you reckon they're statistically trying to- Incorrect. Do you reckon they're trying to capitalize off the new movie and be like, yeah, hey kids, yes. this is, yeah. 
it, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure this is literally here because of the new movie because Sonic Frontiers is next year. I like that their their solution was wasn't to go, hey, look at our recent Sonic games. It was, hey, look, look at the good ones. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, hey, you kids are probably too young to have played these, but these are really good, and they actually are really good. Can but we actually, get you know, yeah. anything? Can we get a new port of Sonic Unleashed? No, I, 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 I oh, no. no, I appreciate it's, it's... that it's on a game uh, like that compatible on Xbox, but I'd like to play it on one of the things I own. I want to get. Wake me up when Sonic 06 gets a remaster. Sonic and the Black Knight. That's the real. That's the real Chad Sonic game. So Patrick, Sonic 06 is getting a fan remaster that is actually fantastic. I think we've discussed this actually. Yeah, you're right. Um, (laughs) One other thing that we that we briefly discussed, but worth mentioning again, is that uh, we had this collective nostalgia moment that maybe other people will also get in that we were all reminded of the McDonald's Sonic games uh, that came in the Happy Meals. What twenty years ago? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like literally like twenty that. years ago. Yeah, uh, I remember how... it being around the time Sonic Heroes came out, so it's got to be like nineteen to twenty years ago. Oh, In Sonic fact, Heroes! I that literally was a put a photo of them on our socials, so go check it there. <laughs> and it, and all I'm saying, if it was if if it were me, and it's between uh, Sonic Origins being re released or just those McDonald's kids toys being re released, I know which one I'd pay sixty bucks for. <laughs> yeah, same. But it's got to be the full set of those toys. Oh, yeah, ten bucks each. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not chump. Ten bucks each. That's, that's uh, about the price of a happy meal. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll bring them back, Maccas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, anyway, uh, next up on the list, we have an article from uh, Deadline talking about the Streets of Rage film being in the works. Yeah. Uh, so I. Uh, after, don't really have a horse in this race either, so go on, Seth. After the Sonic movies did so well, Sega's just like, hey, let's make more movies based on our IPs, and so they're going with the Streets of Rage franchise, which could be interesting. They could, like, take it in the direction of the Warriors or something along those lines. Um, yeah, there's not a lot to say. It's just kind of like, hey, they're planning to do it, and I'd, I'd be keen to see this. They, they're doing good on the movie front. So mm, I don't know Se- Sega's fucking up their works. games, but their movies are doing fine. Like <laughs> I, I, it, I don't know. It, it could be really good, or it could be very bad. <laughs> Streets of Rage is like I, I find it hard to imagine a movie coming out of it, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it's, it's Pro- just kind of what like we said about attachi- Sonic five years ago. It could be like a cheesy action flick. It's just they gotta attach a story to the arm um, to the action that's in the game. Yeah, the last well, it, thing it's, there it's worth really noticing. It's it's. Worth noting that the um that it's likely that the uh, adaptation of this is scripted by someone attached to John Wick, so it would be quite over the top action. Yeah, yeah, that's also exciting because like John Wick is a proven thing of that's really good. So getting any names involved with that just ups the uh, potential for this. So Streets of Rage is going to start, and one of their dogs are going to die, and that's going to do the the action scenes. <laughs> uh, next up on the list. Uh, something near and dear to my heart, uh, courtesy of Gimatsu, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands gets the first of its season pass batch of DLC. The game just um, came out. What the hell, man? That's pretty weird. Yeah, I am skeptical on a lot of this. That's just the practice and- of the industry now. Just hold back some content and release it down the road as dlc i hate fucking so dlc it's, it's, it's not even that piece it's not even that piece that i have an issue because so 
I, I, well, I have issues with that. That's the same as what they did with Javik in Mass Effect 3, where it's literally just on-disc DLC. Good job, Bioware. What the fuck? Yeah, that was fucking uh, shit. But, best character as well. But, yeah, true. But this, I, well, aside from Tali, but otherwise you're correct. But my, um, my issues with this is that, uh, the, so Borderlands has always done, I don't know about pre-sequel actually, but all of the mainline Borderlands games has always done four pieces of very well-fleshed-out story DLC. And the trailer that I saw for this was only really talking about a couple, a couple like enemy types that you've already seen before, and then some final boss you get to go and fight. There was nothing about what, like, if there's a story attached to it, if there's new areas, if there's new loot, if that, like, what there is to do. And from reading the Gamatsu article, it seems like there is, but I'm real skeptical of this, not just because of how quickly after the game's released that they're bringing this out, but because their selling point on the one trailer that I've seen of this so far is come and do this, you get to fight this boss you haven't fought before, not this is the first in four completely new fleshed out areas of Tiny Tina's Wonderland story DLC that you're gonna really enjoy. Because those four DLC in say Borderlands 3, uh, well Borderlands 2 was again the high point in terms of what they did, but like, you know, Mr. Talk's Campaign of Carnage, it was a completely self-contained, excellent- That was fantastic, uh, yeah, it was like a next yeah. room. Yeah, that was so good. Had so many side quests, so many things to do. So many- exactly. It's like all of that. And then even Borderlands 3, they did that pretty well. Like the the um, Handsome Casino heist, like all of it is is good. I'm just so skeptical that that doesn't seem to be the selling point for this one. So I don't know what to expect. And I'm nervous for the other three as a result. Every game has had uh, a piece of DLC that was just an arena mode, right? Like. There wasn't much to it. It was just basically like an arena of gauntlets challenges. They did that with Borderlands 3 was the first one because that's when they tried to capitalize on the Battle Royale thing. And they actually did it pretty well in Borderlands 3, but I don't Okay, because I, I thought Borderlands 2 had like a Moxie's Arena DLC that was just kind of like... That was um, the yeah, Moxie's. It did. it did. Yeah, that is yeah, the sort of thing. You're, you're right. It's well, just it yeah. wasn't part of the Season Pass DLC. It was its own thing. Right, it was like, okay. It was like, you, you pay for the season pass, you get four big expansive areas, and then you can also pay for Moxie's uh, Wonder Dome um, DLC as well. Yeah, because this very much looks like the same sort of vein as that sort of thing, because this just looks like they're doing a reskin of um, that post-game you were talking about last week, where they're just like- Yeah, the Chaos Chambers. Yeah, it's just basically a new variant of Chaos Chambers with new skins attached to it and a new boss that they're throwing in. Yeah, and it's just like, hey, pay for this. <laughs> yeah, so I I bought Tiny Tina's with uh, the season pass, and uh, you know, Core Captors. Uh, you know, it'll it'll I'll end up playing that soon, uh, really soon. So you're probably going to hear me talk about it next week. But I am nervous. Is <laughs> all I'll say. Uh, you, any other gonna, uh, thoughts? Because oh, I realized that was just me talking. Are but. you, you going to get it day one? Or are you going to wait? Have you already got the season pass, Pat? Well, yeah, I, I got season, like, I, so that, that's kind of why I'm nervous, right? Because after Borderlands 1 and Borderlands 2 and even Borderlands 3, they were like, hey, the season pass gives you four awesome big things to just go and do. And they've all been really good. So I just looked at Tiny Tina's and went, they're doing a season pass of four story DLC things. Done. I'm in. You don't need to sell it to me. And this is the first one. Uh-oh. Red flag. Yeah, no, this doesn't look too great, honestly, just from watching the trailer. Yeah, so I, I have it day one, and technically, I guess I can play it now, given when we're recording this, but obviously I haven't yet. But yeah, 
you I'm sure will hear back from me on this next week and I hope it is with good news mm, I think I, I think I bought the pack with the season pass as well so I can play that with you but yeah we'll see how it goes cool anyway um, moving on we have uh, also Gumatsu uh, but a partnership between Lucasfilm Games and Skydance New Media announcing a richly cinematic Star Wars action adventure game yeah, uh, Skydance is a fairly big studio, but they're just kind of now stepping into doing video games. Um, they haven't released any games before, but said they're working on this, and they also partnered up with Marvel before. So the big thing, the big takeaway is that uh, the main uh, person behind, like big name behind Skydance, uh, uh, New Media is Amy Henning, who has written the Uncharted games and the Legacy of Kane games before. So uh, if you're into those uh, stories, then this might be something to look forward to. It's just, yeah, an interesting partnership to do, and we'll, we'll be keeping an eye out for it, or at least I will be, because I think it could be pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, hope it goes well. It, it seems like it's airing more on the side of uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which... Also, by a all great accounts, game. was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a good game. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see with that. Uh, next up on the list, we have... Uh, yeah, I, I... So, the next thing on the list is a customization trailer for Saints Row. Now, maybe I got confused as to what this was. I thought the 2022 slash delayed Saints Row game was Saints Row 5, but all of the news around this customization trailer is talking about just Saints Row as Saints Row, and I've even seen some people talk about the reboot. So is it Saints Row 5, or is it rebooting Saints Row 1? I think it's a reboot, but not like rebooting Saints Row 1, it's just Saints Row, like something completely different, but using that name because it's an identifiable name. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Oh, well. it is a- I, I love it when I become completely incapable of figuring out what game I'm playing because they decided that, yeah, no, there's a mainline you- series of these games, but we'll just drop the number and you- call it, you know, <laughs> its own thing again. Do you like God of War or do you want to play God of War? <laughs> yeah. Those are very different games. <laughs> they are, actually. <laughs> yeah, they're intensely different. They don't even yeah. fit in the same genre. Like... <laughs> And I, I don't really have a huge amount to say to this. I, I think I'm probably the one that is going to end up playing Saints Row of Us. I'm a big Saints Row fan, but I never really pay too much attention to character customization. I'm pretty sure the yeah, no, the character that I used through Saints Row 3 and 4 was a hulking green man wearing a cat in the hat top hat. So all I'm saying is I'm seeing a lot of really technical customization features on offer in this trailer. I won't be using them. <laughs> well, if you'd like to know, you can also try and make Shrek in this game. It seems very possible with the customization that's on offer now. Um, I'm sure it is. Like, I, it's, it's not that I went to make Shrek. It was just, I don't know. I just, I, me back when Saints Row 3 came out, thought it was funny to have a very muscular man being radioactively green with white, no pupil eyes and a British voice. And that was going to be my character. <laughs> Yeah, that's cat in the hat hat really makes it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, that that and the um the signature weapon, the violator, the uh the, oh. the yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 ye
<laughs> and the and the best part is if so normally normally he was walking around in in the the old um, stretchy purple Hulk pants, but uh, I realized that if you remove those pants, you just get the like censored pixelated area over the over which the, was the always crotch. hilarious to me. Yeah, yeah, which which was fantastic. And then so I ran that for a bit. <clears throat> quick quick segue. Don't worry. Um, I ran that for a bit. And the next story mission that I did once I once I took off the pants was him walking into a diner to uh, meet Kinsey, the very um, hyperactive uh, tech head of Saints Row 3. And so she's had a panic attack and is hiding under the table. And so there's this naked giant green man with, you know, very muscular and a sensor area over his uh, over his dick standing, putting one hand on a on a diner table going, Kinsey, I feel very awkward having this conversation. <laughs> and that memory will stick out in my mind forever. <laughs> Um, That's great. <laughs> so I haven't played a whole lot of uh, three and four. I played quite a bit of two, but um, you couldn't customize uh, vehicles or guns or even your hideout in those games, could you? Uh, run me through it. Let's customize the. You could in number three. I knew. I know you can have like a garage full of uh, great cars <laughs> and like an armory, but. I don't know if you could, like, completely, like, for a lack of a better word, pimp out all of your, uh, everything in the game, which is where- No, it's- Yeah, it's- you, you certainly didn't have the same customization options that this trailer is implying you do, but there wasn't nothing before. It was just a lot, uh, a lot less, which, again, I'm kind of nervous about because, yeah, you can customize a lot of shit in 3 and 4, but it meant that the gameplay was kind of great. So I'm hoping that this isn't a look at all the different ways that you get to customize your character. And the gameplay is kind of shit, but try not to pay attention to that. Look, at you can you can do an RPG in a, in a guitar case. Haha, it's great. It's fun. So I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that this is just some cool stuff that they're doing and not this is where the development effort is going. Yeah, it could... It could be, uh, I'm really hopeful this is just, like, going in depth of, like, hey, this is all, like, really cool stuff we're doing on top of, like, a great game. But, um, yeah. 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 So Uh, do I. Yeah, it's just, like, it's customization. How much can we talk about, really, besides it looks really in depth and looks like it's fun to mess around with these things. Mm. But, um, Mm. yeah, the game itself, I hope, is really good as well. Looking forward to the game. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, next up on the list, we have Xbox and PlayStation going, hey, you, listener, that's probably struggling with, you know, making ends meet and just life in general right now. How would you like advertising? <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you like it when we make sponsorship for jokes? Well, what if they made sponsorships in Xbox and PlayStation free-to-play games? And, and, well, that's different. and they weren't jokes. Well, that's different because <laughs> if we do ads, we get paid for them. If Xbox does ads, it inconveniences me. And I don't like yeah, that. we don't get paid for them. <laughs> in fact, we're paying Although, them. <laughs> Although, how sick would it be? Uh, so, hang on. So, context for the article. Uh, both Xbox and Sony have, have um, I don't know, announced is the right word, but it's- both of them have talked about a system that they're working on to put advertising into free-to-play games. And so uh, people are looking at things like in-game billboards as a way to achieve that in-game advertising. Uh, and how sick would it be that you're just driving along and it's just a billboard of, of us? That would be pretty cool. It, it, that would be pretty cool. It would be pretty great. But also, I just need to quickly ask, uh, Steve, if this takes off, doesn't it won't 
uh, and the Xbox stocks go up, does that technically mean you are getting paid for these? Hmm. Great rebuttal. Mm. <laughs> do I like earning money through the stock market, or do I not? Do I absolutely loathe a thirty-second ad every time I die in Elden Ring? Um, <laughs> that would I, send me into the pits of despair. I'd fucking go mental. So, imagine, yeah. imagine every time someone kills you in Elden Ring, you have to sit through a fifteen unskippable <laughs> ad for like Applebee's. So, so the tiny oh. light in this really dire, dark tunnel is that they're only talking about doing these in free-to-play games. So, like your Fortnite's or your Warframes, I guess. That is sort of the <laughs> Warframe one thing I with to mention. The problem with this is that they will go, "Cool, this technology now works. Let's start putting it in other games." And the moment they put that in a in a pay-to-play game. I'm not buying that game. They, oh, no, they no, won't they do did. it in Halo that. Infinite's uh, campaign, but they'll do it in Halo Infinite's multiplayer. If they not, no, that's no, a pay Josh, Josh, don't, 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 don't worry about that. They, they did that. They put real life advertising inside NBA 2K. Oh, I know. Uh, right. that, well that, 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 that you pay full price for. Yeah. They, no, they also put advertisements horrible. in Street Fighter Five. That's right. Yeah, they, they did that too. Well, it's a good thing I haven't played that. Yeah, no, I, I'm not, I'm not like buying a game for like $125 or whatever stupid amount they want for it this week. And then just to get ads, like what? I'll just, I'll just, I will play a phone game. All right, Blizzard, let's go. <laughs> yeah, NBA 2K with their real life advertising alongside their in-game advertising was such a kick in the teeth. It, but it makes it more realistic so to the, uh, to the actual <laughs> NBA experience. <laughs> Don't you want I, a quick? I cannot hit? fathom the decision making that went into that game. Don't don't you want a quick thirty second cutaway of a Snickers ad where they took away the dick veins? <laughs> Relevant tweet sounds, that we probably also have to yeah, put I was on the socials say, now. I, I I would say it sounds like you're segueing to something else in the news, and I realized no, that's not in the news docket this week. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a funny tweet you posted in the group chat. <laughs> now for the actually good news. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, might, might as well jump to that. Oh, um, one, one quick thing, not good news, but one thing related to, uh, this, um, the player numbers for Battlefield 2042, that game that is technically still a new release because it only came out in like August or something last year, like only six to eight months ago. How is uh, that a new release? It's nearly least... a year old. It's borderline retro. <laughs> it's not even, it's like the play- six, six months old. Not even the 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 player count on you're missing the fucking point. The <laughs> the player count on that game is now lower than Battlefield One, the the World War One one and Battlefield One the original. Oh <laughs> my god! Shit! But is That's it lower than Babylon's Fall? I as I long, don't know. As, I think I think that is like the bottom of the barrel like knockout fight that I'm kind of curious as to who wins. The last time I checked Babylon's Fall on Steam, it had nine people playing. So that's it dropped down to good, eight that's a in the last time we reported on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> oh. wow. you, you know what? I'm really curious what made that one person quit. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I, I, I need to know. I mean, they, they stuck just went at to it bed. for longer than <laughs> Babylon's fall. School the next Babylon's day. fall. Uh, it's lowest it ever hit. Uh, April twentieth at five a.m. It, it hit zero. Oh, oh my god, literally zero <laughs> people playing. Flatlined. Wow, that's horrible. But then it jumps back up to 39 people at 6am. Hey, getting on that morning Babylon 4 what's, what's it currently at if you're on the page? Just 
for curiosity's uh, sake. Currently, it's uh, uh, 93 people. Mm. That's higher well, than I thought. Okay. So there must uh, be like a weird niche of people that are like, you know what I'm playing today, Babylon Sport. It's, it. <laughs> it's the type of people that it would do exactly what I did when I paid $90 for this. <laughs> like, I'm no, getting no, $90. No, the the near content is they... here. I have to get it. <laughs> Yeah. All, all those people look at that and go, all these other people are missing out on all the microtransactions. I guess I'll just buy them for them. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I buy it 80 times, Suckers. then I'll do a Babylon's Fall too, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Um, if, do you have the Steam charts in front of you right now? I'd be curious yeah, what yeah, 2042 got, is doing. Uh, 2042? Uh, give me one second. <laughs> Negative! <laughs> uh, the lowest it hits seems to be 1,043. Which, and, for the latest Battlefield game, oof. Yeah. And playing in the last 23 minutes is 2,764. Alright, so Babylon's so Fall wins it's, that. It's just a little Easy. higher than Babylon's Fall. I actually want to point out, because oh. I went onto the Babylon's Fall Steam all, page. All, all, the star reviews are all Star Brawl. All Star Brawl. Oh, God. I need to know. How's all, my baby doing? All Star Brawl. Okay, one second. Is she going to make it, Doc? My my Nickelodeon game. She very sick. Uh, car- current players is eighteen as of twenty three oh. minutes ago. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> the the lowest it hit seems to be eighteen though. Oh god, that was the lowest. Oh, no, it's twelve. Twelve. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? That's lower than Babylon's fall. It's higher than zero. It hasn't hit zero yet. Has it hit zero? It was not oh, no, lowest at twelve. Okay, so yes, yeah, yeah, it's not zero. I like that I've got one friend that owns it on Steam, and it's Patrick, and we both got it from the Humble deal, and it was still not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll save it any day now. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's 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 gonna get the it's gonna get the No Man's Sky treatment, bro. Trust me, they're gonna overhaul the game. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. We're gonna look back on this. We're gonna laugh. They would have to just delete it and make a whole new game. <laughs> <laughs> they just delete it and replace it with No Man's Sky. <laughs> You launch all-star brawl it just launches no man's sky they literally just make it like rock paper scissors but you choose the character that holds the hand and you're like wow this is better game <laughs> I, i'd like to point out that this supposed smash killer that is all-star brawl it's um all-time <laughs> peak is 472 wow yo yo josh josh we we were part of an esteemed 420 472 people <laughs> we played it about three weeks afterwards i don't think we were <laughs> We were part of probably 20. <laughs> that means we're part of an even more elite club. Hell yeah. Hey, hey, hey Steve, Steve, you want to join us? I'll be quite honest, no. Well, you can't. Get gatekept, bitch. <laughs> I think that's for the best. You're doing me a favour at this point. <laughs> I think so. Like, is there any is- other live service blunders you want me to look up? No, no. We, we, we've, 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 we've hit them all. We've tangented. We've, we've hit we've the holy trinity of them. Wildly enough. We'll wait yeah, on we the have. 29th. We'll look up the stats for uh, for Digimon Survival. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I love how we'll, we'll actually just have a bit about like the survival status of Digimon Survival. <laughs> it might it might survive a bit longer because it's on everything as opposed to Xenoblade Chronicles Three being just on Switch. Yeah, that's the Stephen might. take. That's the optimistic Stephen take. Uh, Anyway, yeah, uh, we, we've I would got like to point out that the that. Ace Attorney trilogy, okay. uh, uh, blah blah blah, the Ace Attorney trilogy <laughs> has a higher average player rate than uh, Babylon's Fall does. It's uh, 21 minutes ago. Ace Attorney trilogy was at 492 players. <laughs> Seth, Seth, yeah, the number of people that listen to this podcast has a higher <laughs> player count than, than Babylon's Fall. That's true. It's higher than zero. <laughs> You know what? You're right. And I think that's kind of <laughs> sad. 
<laughs> oh man. <laughs> anyway, um, getting back to what the next thing on the news list actually was. Um, this is good news, as as Josh hinted at all of probably ten minutes ago. <laughs> um, we have uh, we have a leak from uh, Nintendo that has talked about Game Boy emulators, which is super interesting. Um, and then further, not just emulating, but according to some of the the test, um, I guess ROMs that they've found in the hack that they might actually be testing network functionality within the emulator, which would be super interesting. And I'm assuming everyone's mind is going towards Pokemon because that's what the Nissan SNES stuff already has online functionality for them. So I imagine it's just continually uh, continuing that sort of uh, roadmap that they do. It's um, I think what's what's really cool about it as well is that they've also part of the leak was like a uh, I, I'm gonna forget the name of it because uh, I read the article earlier, but it was like Pokemon Trading Center or something. So it looks like you'll actually be able to transfer the Pokemon out of these games into home as well, uh, which mm. is like really cool, and I'm really keen. It, you mean you can actually finally collect every Pokemon on one fucking console for your living day? That would be It'd huge, be wild, and as someone that still literally plays my 3DS, like at least once a week, multiple times a week minimum, just because I have the emulation of all the games that I want to play on it. Like, that, this is so good. This will actually the, finally let me put my 3DS to rest. To, yeah, to be if, fair, if, if I, to be fair across decks. Gen 6 and Gen 7, you could make an entire Living Dex through those two games alone. It's just That's once, awesome. once they moved to Switch is when you couldn't anymore. You couldn't do it through Gen 6 and Gen yeah. 7 because you could only get Celebi and Manaphy in their exclusive games. Yeah, no, Mythic, they did. Uh, I, I can have a Living Dex because they did those uh, 20th anniversary events for those. Oh, okay, I don't count the freaking anniversary gift event things. That's a one-off. Not event. to mention that's not like you. You can't go. Then catch you shouldn't that count Manaphy and Celebi in the first place. Then, if you're not counting when they gave them away, what? Yeah, because I can go actively get a Manaphy in like you for can, like Pokemon you, Ranger or whatever. Yeah, and I yeah. Can go actively true. get a Celebi in Pokemon Crystal. Uh, yeah, Crystal. Crystal. I think. Oh, you can just go and you know, QR code hack yes. them like regular people. You couldn't get a uh, Celebi in uh, regular versions of Crystal without the event pass, but in Jap Jap the Japanese version you can, and on the 3DS version that they released to the the store you can. That's how I got my Celebi. All right, uh, I'm. I'd just like to to request a 20 second moment. Um, uh, Nintendo, just you know, it's just us. Forget about everyone else. It's it's, it's just us talking. Just just you know just. Us guys, just us gamers, just chatting away. If this goes well, please, I'll 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 buy I'll buy Switch Online. I'll buy like Switch Online for my whole family. Just bring Battle Frontier <laughs> to Oras, please. You know they're not. If 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 we if we if we if we if, if everyone sees that this is going really well and everyone's like, oh man, Emerald's so great, it's got the Battle Frontier on it. Just just make it happen. Patrick, part just, about Patrick this is I'm that sorry, but like... this is sadder than the Temtem cope. My favorite part about this, right, is that you're like, oh, cool. There's the GBA emulator, which will mean Game Boy Color. It'll mean um, the original like Game Boy games and all of the, the GBA games. There's no 3DS emulation in this. And you're like, please add this to the 3DS <laughs> game that no one can play. That is a dead console <laughs> that they can't you even patch back. anymore because they've Nintendo, removed don't the listen online to service. Don't listen to his lies. <laughs> just, just, just remember our promise, all right? Just remember what we had here. I would absolutely love for them to add a 3D. Actually, yeah, you wouldn't be able to collect every Pokemon because there's no 3DS games in it, but it'd be really, really good to, if, if this goes well, for them to add the 3DS games and the DS games and everything else to this. Like that's, And then add that's Battle Frontier to Auras. I agree, Josh, you're right. I mean, so I would love for that to happen. I just don't think it's reasonable. <laughs> 
So when the Switch uh, Switch 2 comes out next year, do you think they're going to start the entire virtual console library all over again? I swear to God, if they're announcing <laughs> this, do this no, no, exactly no, no, no. what the they do with the that, Wii U. Oh. The, the, the first thing they'll do with Switch 2 is make it emulate Switch 1 games. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine they... Cor- they corner the market. It's, it's not even back compat. It's just uh, emulate them. <laughs> No, uh, everything is cloud streaming to, to Switch 2. I, I was oh, about God, to no. say, oh God, imagine. Um, I was going to say, I reckon that the next Switch, I'm calling it now on, on the podcast. The Switch. Recorded, is the Switch. The, no, no, no. I reckon hey. the next Switch. It, it might be called the Switch, but I, um, I reckon that it's not going to have a game cartridge. I reckon it's going to be digital only. No, you'll literally, that's a self-insert fantasy. Shut the fuck up. No, I don't want that to be the yeah, case. Yeah, I know. But I Josh, think that Josh, is going to be Josh, the case. Josh, do you have any idea how much R&D money went into making the anti-lick coating on Nintendo Switch cartridges? <laughs> Nintendo's smart. They're not just going to throw that away. That is a, have you ever licked one? No. Yes. yes I and every other good. Switch owner has yes. licked it's a cartridge. the first thing I did when I got I it. I haven't. Me too. You <laughs> should. You, you monsters? <laughs> I licked it and I was like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> what, Why did I do this? What do you mean this? you haven't? <laughs> I read the tweet about it, and I'm like, now I have to do this. Who licks a cartridge? What do you mean? Did you, did you not see all of the tweets and memes about it? I did, it? but why would I lick it? I, because, I wouldn't lick an SD card. Why would I lick the Switch cartridge? If an SD card has SD funny card tasting stuff have, on it. Yeah, it doesn't have an anti-taste coating, you dumbass. I'm the type of person that my dad was like, here, stick this batter in your tongue and tell me if it's got charge, and it would like shock me when I put yeah, it on my tongue. I did like, that yeah, too, cool. because parents make fun of you for doing that. Yeah, but like, like it's the same mindset. <laughs> I'm not going to change who I am just because I'm grown up. <laughs> Your parents Surf, didn't tell you hat. to lick it. You just did it because <laughs> no, the internet told me to lick it. it. Yeah, the internet Surf, told me Surf, to lick how, it. How, how does it feel to have the Josh take of licking cartridges? <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good about this. <laughs> I, I I will I will come to your house and make you lick that cartridge. <laughs> Have fun dying alone on that hill of yours. Yeah, I reckon. One day you're gonna meet like the person of your dreams, and they're gonna be like, "Have you have you licked the switch cartridge at the aisle?" And you're gonna be like, "No, why would I lick the switch cartridge?" And then then they'll just leave. I thought the and they'll leave you at the altar. Isn't the marriage ceremony just licking switch cartridges? You may now lick your switch yeah, cartridge. Yeah, that's that's why they call no. it licking the nut. Right after we're done recording this, I'm going to go ask Trinity if she's licked the Switch cartridge. (laughs) (laughs) The answer will be yes. (laughs) I'm going to message her to tell her to say yes. (laughs) It'll be the first time you message her on Discord. It will be. It absolutely will be. And it'll be worth it. All right. Two two more to get through. Two more to get through. Stay strong, guys. Um, Second to last for this week, we have uh, an article from uh, PressStart.com talking about how in Call of Duty Warzone, uh, there is now an integration with, with uh, Godzilla Operation Monarch. Um, I, I actually don't know what this means. I don't know if this means you play as Godzilla or King Kong, or if they're just kind of there, because it seems like the team that has Godzilla and King Kong on it probably will win. That's just my take on it. Yeah, so it- does anyone know how they handled the Attack on Titan thing? The Attack on Titan thing- just a skin, thing, I'm pretty it's sure. It's just a skin. So in the- so this will probably just do. be a skin as well, I forgive imagine. Me, forgive so how me, do you do a skin for Godzilla and make it personal? Yeah, like, <laughs> no, so forgive me God for saying this, but in, the, in the Call of Duty Warzone verse, oh God. you can be um, Levi, whatever his name is, and you can kill Godzilla or King Kong. Please don't say Levi or whatever his name is. He is Levi. <laughs> but you can dress up as him and then kill King Kong. And it, well, I, this is all like stuff that that they've scrubbed from like a PlayStation backend update. So there's, we don't really know what it's going to be like. 
but the- Steve, I would like to direct your attention to Fortnite, where you can play as Naruto and floss over Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, I don't know, but Fortnite, like, you kind of expect it. Like maybe Call of Duty, you don't. I don't know. I don't play enough Call of Duty to know. But fucking strange, strange times. So we reckon we're gonna get to like one point where it's just one game and just everything's in there, so it's no longer a crossover. Uh no, I think Call of Duty will still continue to try and uh, battle. <laughs> what you're talking about Fortnite. is the quote-unquote metaverse that um, Facebook is trying to make, and that sounds like a living nightmare. So, oh, so just... you mean VR chat? <laughs> yeah, basically. So there's this movie called Ready Player One, right? Um, yeah, yeah, so VR chat. Yeah. Surely, eventually, we get a Fortnite Call of Duty Warzone crossover, and then as part of that crossover, it means that we now have like, you know, there, there are so many possibilities in that. Uh, Fortnite of Duty. Call of Fortnite. Call of Fortnite Warzone, I don't know. I'm just saying. You're having fun? Yeah. Having fun doing this the sound of crickets? um, Call of Duty colon 14 days. (laughs) That was a good one. Yeah, uh, thanks. (laughs) Call of War Night. Why does it sound like a fucking Marvel movie title? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. You can do Thanos did a snap and like your Call of Duty Warzone character goes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone ghost. <laughs> Sorry, so Thanos in uh, in Fortnite and snaps. Sorry, X- <laughs> your Warzone character. Sorry, XX <laughs> underscore four twenty blaze it. I don't feel so good. <laughs> Naruto is like, oh no, <laughs> no, no, no. It, it it doesn't it doesn't wipe the game. It just wipes your save data in progress. Well, that's, that's your whole console just disappears. The prestige is the Thanos snap. Half of all the V bucks in uh, in uh, transit right now just get deleted. <laughs> uh, inflation sets in it's, see it's actually a magic trick what they're doing is that they're making your player um, the same the exact same number as what they're the current people playing Babylon for <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway um, finally on this list lucky last uh, we have <laughs> Go on, you can do you it you don't know how to handle this do you it takes two movie enters development at Amazon Dwayne Johnson may star from what I read, he seems to be a producer Sonic on it. The Hedgehog film, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog film writers are also on board. So he may star, but the production studio is his seven bucks production. I want to point out that this is the first time I've ever seen his name written without The Rock in the middle. Yeah. It's really strange yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, now that you've mentioned it. When you said, like, Dwayne J- Johnson, I was like, who? And then who? I read it and I was like, oh, Dwayne <laughs> The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Yeah, that's that, that's really it's strange. Like, it's like um saying Steve Austin and not Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like saying take and not Josh take. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I I don't I don't know why they're doing this. Um, nothing is official as of now. They say, but uh, yeah, John Small apparently serves as a producer, although he may also star. Um, do you think it'll win an Oscar? Well, one game of the year, so... <laughs> I reckon it'll get someone slapped. Yeah, if Will Smith is in it, we'll see how we go. I was saying it more so because the, uh, the guy that directed the, these games uh, famously went on stage at the Game Awards and said, fuck the Oscars. <laughs> That's great. Um, he's just going to yeah, be like, he's I... going gonna, gonna to win the Oscar and he's going to be like, keep my game's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll say, it takes two. And then it'll be him and Chris Rock. And they're going to do this like real powerful moment. And they're both going to say, keep, keep our game's together. name It's going to be mouth. Rock Squared then. I, I'm sorry. I don't want Chris Rock <laughs> taking what's rightfully Jeff Keighley's. Rock Squared is great. 
Ninja, Ninja and his braless wife. <laughs> giving him a Join sandwich forces. that he didn't ask for. <laughs> I am so lost on that. What? <laughs> oh, it's just Ninja uh, it's put out a tweet now. where yeah, yeah, he put out a tweet where he like seemed to brag that his wife came and gave him like a sandwich and chips while not wearing a bra and he didn't even ask yeah. for it. It was, it was, it's like an old meme now, but it was like, it's, it was just an out of the blue tweet from Ninja saying, like, how's your day going? Because my braless wife just handed me some chips and a sandwich that I didn't ask for while I got a double kill bot lane in League of Legends. So my day's going pretty well. And everyone just went, <laughs> good job for bragging to 12 year you? olds. <laughs> how, how does, how does someone play League of Legends and have a wife? Like clearly there's a lie. It's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Either wake way, up, now, Ninja. Now the it's accident was five years ago. <laughs> so what type of sandwich do you reckon um, Ninja would eat? Would it be like a like a just plain bologna? Uh, a hot no, dog, no. because a hot dog <laughs> is a type of sandwich. It would be a royale with cheese. Do you reckon it <laughs> would just be like a, a piece of white bread rolled up, to look like a blunt or something? <laughs> is that a sandwich? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? <It's- laughs> I like how I like how you're half describing like a Southland cheese roll, but you're like, but it looks like a blunt. (laughs) (laughs) It's how tight you wrap it, and you've got the little thing at the front. Hey, a little, you know, those pigs in a blanket? Are they a sandwich? Um, they're closer to a pastry. I'm trying to think of what the whitest sandwich would be, and I think Ninja would eat a toast sandwich. Toast sandwich. sandwich. (laughs) What's wrong with toast sandwiches? Toast sandwich. Okay, no butter. Okay, that's iconic. Oh it's man, all, toast oh, hot water sandwich, sandwich, mate. Fuck yeah. Just dips the bread in water and goes, mmm. <laughs> and it's on like <laughs> spicy. <laughs> the taste of plain. And it's, yeah. on, it's on like brown multigrain or something, and he has like a little seed stuck in his tooth, but and you can see it when he's like video thing, but he, he's not. He's just <laughs> screaming in pain. <laughs> well, he like he doesn't notice it. it so is it like there. when the popcorn kernels get stuck between your gum and tooth? Yeah, but like, but he he can't notice it though, because he's he, all of his teeth have them in there. So it's just seeds, and you're like, you're trying to tell him, like, come on, big fella, you've got kernels in your teeth, but he's not listening. So you're getting more and more frustrated. Then you just leave. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening uh, to these hypothetical situations. Sucks, sucks to long. be ninja. All right. And we've finally got to the end of news for this week. Bit of a bumper news section there. Uh, but uh, that does leave us with a couple final things before we see this massive episode 20 off with a bang. First one of which is the audience question audience question for this week uh Elon musk writes in asking uh what is the most absurd but specific uh peripheral that a company could launch alongside a game uh they gave an example of the april fool's joke so a bit of an old audience question now that sony did where you could wear the vr goggles to actually do an underwater level at your local swimming pool um i don't know anyone have any thoughts on this well since this is Elon, uh uh Musk asking, I'm going to say the uh, the Teslas, where you could play on their dashboards, just any old game on those. That that seems a bit weird to do in the middle of a highway. Well, it's that they could launch. So is that that's something they have launched, isn't they? I, I feel like it's more like, think, think of a game that is coming out. What is like just some absurd but specific to that game peripheral that the developers could also launch alongside it? Oh, I just remembered one that was like a, a also a gag one. Um, are you guys familiar with the Senran Kagura games? Oh, no, no. big fella, I'm begging you, don't go re, I think you're gone. <laughs> so, along the same lines of, like, the VR displays, um, they did this gag where they had, like, VR goggles, but, like, um, the boob mouse pads pasted on top of them that you could squeeze and touch. 
Oh, and it, God. It, and it was, it, they, like, lined it up to, like, match with what was going on in the game. It was so stupid, but also really funny. It sounds like the forbidden bop it. It was just, like, a mock-up gag video, not something oh, they okay. actually did. All right, so, so, I, I've, so my, my one for this would be a card game comes out where it releases with a deck of cards that is one-to-one -one matching any card that you have in the game. So That's sick, you shuffle the cards that. yourself, and then you just you, you, you deal the cards out. So but that's also that being just, done. I, I, actually? I would like to point you to the direction of the PlayStation I game on PlayStation 3 called Eye of Judgment, where it was a that's battle so card game. That's so weirdly specific. Why do you know that? Because <laughs> it was really cool, and no one's done it since. Oh, fuck. It's really cool. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that there are other people out there with, like, the same interest as I have, because I think that would be sick and still absurdly specific to a game. Yeah, it was Shoot, like- it was think of something that doesn't exist. Yeah, Sony made, like, an AR card game that, like, it was just the one time they did it, and it looks really cool. I wish uh, more AR uh, trading card game projects took off, because they, they had really cool ideas. Yeah, they are. Oh, okay, I've got it, I've got it. Uh, they do, they do The Lost Guardian 2, or The Last Guardian 2, whatever the, the game that Donkey hated was. I think Last Guardian? Last Guardian, yeah. Last Guardian, right? Last yeah. Guardian's so they great. Do the, yeah, yeah we've, we've been through this. So, the, the, so, um, the studio releases The Last Guardian 2, and it actually comes with your, your own 30-foot-tall giant dog that doesn't <laughs> obey any laws of physics. <laughs> and doesn't listen hey. to you either. Yeah, and, right. and that's the peripheral you have to play the game with. So Boom. my one is going to be that, like, the new Sonic game, right? It launches with boots that Sonic wears, and to move Sonic, you have to run on the spot as fast as you possibly can, and he moves <laughs> per step that you take. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't come with any, like, way, so you have to jog on the spot. <laughs> and if you don't jog away, <laughs> then you can't see the screen. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so uh, uh, like, there, there's an expansion to that one where it's the giant red plunger that speeds you up but you can get two of them and put them at either end of your room and just run back and forth. <laughs> so you just get bounced between them. That means it's so good. They give you an actual loop-de-loop -loop as well. I hate when I get stuck between the springs in Sonic. It's so annoying. <laughs> Comes with real spikes. <laughs> There's like Elden um, so, Ring, but it's like so, a suit that you wear where if you get stabbed, something actually stabs you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I like it though. <laughs> um, <laughs> so for Steve, any thoughts? I need a moment to think. Okay. Steve, I'll, you I'll do idea? my shitty one. Um, so I reckon like something, a game where like you have to drink a potion, but it's got a, it comes with a cup or something. And every time you got to drink a potion in a game, you got to take a, a drink out of the potion in real life, but it's like weighted. So you have to always have it filled up. It's, keep... it's like that, but it's, it's absinthe only. It comes with absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I was going to say so you can stay hydrated, but yeah, sure. Let's just go for the yeah, sure. Let's go with that. The any percent alcohol poisoning run. Right, Give Seth. Me like five minutes. <laughs> right, Seth. Thinking time's over. You got to be ready now. <laughs> Shit, I got nothing at the moment. <laughs> all, all my ideas were like, here's a, here's the gag for Senron Kagura, and let's shit all over Patrick's idea because someone's already done it. <laughs> <laughs> It's Grand Theft Auto, but it gives you a gun. <laughs> <laughs> it, but, and you're in Brazil. So, <laughs> you're in Brazil. Oh god, no, it's, it's, let me out. It's 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 just the um it's it's just the plot of um uh total uh total recall, the, the South Park episode. Um 
oh what's the what's the episode name it sounds it's it's a ripoff of total recall but that's not what they called it oh, i don't know <sighs> shoot either way excellent south park episode butters walks around with a vr headset thinking he's in a game and he starts just oh, <laughs> fucking beating yeah. people oh, at yeah, IRL. That's, yeah that's a good one <laughs> so good so <laughs> right you, you got super mario sunshine right but what oh, if you had to yeah. to activate blood you had to use an actual fire hose <laughs> <laughs> you just have to, and you have to point it at the console so the sensors pick it up. Like <laughs> uh, spray the sludge off your TV. <laughs> it's pretty good. But if you're playing one of the Souls games, and you know how they're they're famous for their swamps, but like they just turn your house into a swamp. <laughs> your your room becomes Blight Town. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, you're playing boy. Forza, but you have to drive your actual car against actual race cars. <laughs> so, like, if you own like a Yaris or something, you're fucked. <laughs> everyone, everyone on that the was um, oddly specific, Josh. Yeah, I wonder Every, where everyone I got the Yaris else on the project. highway is a driver tar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you have to wear VR goggles to see what you're doing, so you can't see the road. Like, <laughs> don't worry. Uh, Street Fighter just, Six, just comes- like. Sorry, you go, uh, Patrick. You, you, you guys. No, yeah, no, okay. uh, no um, keep talking over each other. That's better. <laughs> That's what the people are here for. Just, just, just like IRL, when I honk my horn in my Yaris, it makes the team's notification sound. Oh, oh, I love the team's oh. notification sound one, man. It's so good. So, uh. Street Fighter Six, right? But every time you are load up a match, you've got to fight an actual black belt. <laughs> He's getting no, your no, ass some, kicked no, every no, time for the tutorial. No, no, but, but someone, but someone has done, um, someone's done that though, haven't they? Wasn't there an app that was, uh, that was like a, a meetup app, but oh, it was the, to fight people? Yeah, was the it? Tinder one. Oh, holy yeah, shit! It, it oh, was like a yeah. Tinder one. It was called like, like what was it called? It's like, like I don't remember what the name it was like of it was. Beater but or got, something. But like, yeah, something. if you swipe, you 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 had to meet and up you, and you fight swap, the dude. Yeah, you you swipe right or left on on perspective on um prospective opponents. Was it actually yeah. real though? I thought that was a weird. Yeah, name. no, it was real. Yeah, it was in uh, I think it was in the England and US somewhere, and then it, yeah, it got taken down for, for obvious reasons. <laughs> Damn. So we we started a segment with me uh telling Patrick something he said existed. Now Patrick's telling I me know. something I. It, said existed i think that's a good way to cap this off it's perfect it's the beautiful circle of life um okay yeah. what about this uh, one Stephen? right what if uh you buy uh, fallout right and then you have you get this it thing that you put on your move. wrist all right and you have to put your phone in it but your phone doesn't fit <laughs> <laughs> and you pay like triple like the amount of money for it and then you realize that it's pokemon uh, sorry it's, it's it's happy meal quality toys and then <laughs> You look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, you know what? I deserve this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll never let you live it down. All right. I'm done. That, that, that should be your reaction anytime you buy a Bethesda game, no matter how much it is. Wow. That's a horrible take. <laughs> yeah. That's a Josh take. Um, that's, that's not even a Josh take. That's like, that's like subhuman take. That's, that's a Seth take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, My take like, specifically for Bethesda. <laughs> Let, let's let's leave that there. We're getting close into criticizing Bethesda territory, which means you're criticizing Microsoft, which means that might impact my shares. So I don't know where this is going. And, and as a anyway, podcast that's going to be sponsored by Microsoft in the future, we can't really have Thank you to Telon Husk for that audience question. There we go. Got the silence back. Um, if you or someone that you know would uh, has a question that you think would be humorous for us to completely not answer for about 10 minutes, uh, feel free to let us know. We are on Twitter at Fast Travel Lounge, minus one of the L's, Facebook at Fast Travel Lounge, or you can good old fashioned email us on fasttravellounge at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> I, 
I feel like I need to like have a better way of doing this, but um, from the following list, uh, rating, subscribing, liking, following, uh, uh, messaging, telling someone, uh, getting told by someone else, uh, recommending, leaving a review, leaving a comment. If any of those apply to the platform that you're currently listening to this on, feel free to do that. Um, it all helps us spread the good fast travel lounge message. Uh, for next week, very, very quick, because we've really gone bumper on this episode. Uh, big things to look forward to. Sounds like we've got Elden Ring, Last of Us Part 2, Tiny Tina's DLC. Uh, Seth, there was something that you were hinting at. For- oh, Ace Attorney 3. Yep. Um, Josh, what are you doing next week? Uh, I should hopefully have... Uh, actually, I think I get the, the PS5 the same day that we record. Um, so maybe GT7? No, oh, where? Oh, I will find j- something. So sorry you can't record next week. Oh, you see, guys. Classic. Um, no, I, yeah, I'll probably... Really, hitting, really aiming for that 50-50 rate on appearance. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> you can't even use the... Uh, no, it, I'm obviously going to be playing Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl and uh, Babylon's Fall. <laughs> see, you, see you guys there, uh, all, all two of you. Yeah, beautiful. I, I love that if all of us decided to play Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, we would make up 20% of the player base. Oh my god, we would. Oh, it's almost <laughs> if, worth if it If all me. four of us played Babylon's Fall, we would actually increase its player count by 33%. <laughs> wow. We have the power. <laughs> I will also anyway. give you a review on Hell Let Loose. Ah, oh, nice. Sounds good. Uh, anyway, thank you for joining us for this bumper episode 20. Uh, really kind of a cool moment to, we've hit 20. 20 episodes. I don't know. Just seems like a big milestone of a number. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've been Patrick. I've been joined by Seth, Steve, and Josh. Uh, Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Happy birthday, Wade.